0: wednesday at nine it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe and now here they are matt christensen and blonde hello and welcome to the show it is the call-in show the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy hello blonde
1: hello oh
0: I wish I would have known the significance of this day last year because it was, a, it was a more even milestone. But do you know what today is, August 18th? I don't. Like what what its historical significance is. I'll give you a clue. U.S. historical significance.
1: Uh, Richard Nixon went off the gold standard. No. <laughs> that was last Wednesday. That was
0: a good guess, though. Uh, <laughs> the ratification of your favorite amendment the 19th was oh. august 18th 1920 and the reason i say i wish i remember this last year even though we probably weren't live on this day last year is that it would have been the even 100th anniversary the centennial but now we're the centennial plus one of that's a uh, shame well you know it's uh it, it's it's a, uh, it wouldn't be such a Big milestone for you to clear if it if it wasn't such a well established piece of our country that I know yeah but I saw full
1: Taliban on this one I think
0: (laughs) well on Sunday we definitely have an obligation I can't endorse the Taliban that's a great way to start the show I can't endorse them but but however (laughs) we're off to a great start now there are these
1: based on nineteen and based on uh, park rides also.
0: Great use of bumper cars and trampolines and great response to a question about upholding free speech in Afghanistan. Why don't you ask Mark Zuckerberg about that? All right. I I see you, Taliban spokesman guy. Um,
1: Did you see the uh, (laughs) translated speech by the Mm. Taliban spokesperson?
0: No, I've not seen the whole. Are you telling me you watched the whole thing?
1: No, I read a translation on 4chan, which may or may not be accurate. Uh, However. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I, I saw that. Based. So well,
0: based. I we will check in on some of the Taliban's antics on Sunday. Um, maybe some people will want to talk about it tonight. And then Joe Biden just sat down with an interview with uh, Stephanopoulos that was an outright disaster. Anyway, uh, I, I could go on and on about this stuff. I shouldn't. The other announcement before uh, we're live or before uh, we get into the calls, I should say, is that um, we are supposedly live on rumble. Okay. There we go. Yeah. I'm looking at it. So rumble What's is the now Fuck a, is
1: rumble. I don't even
0: rumble is probably the most viable YouTube competitor at this point. And now rumble. as of today rumble.com, they have enabled live streaming on my channel so I can, I can send uh the Wednesday and the oh, Sunday sorry. stream straight to rumble. So if you guys are feeling up for uh, checking out the new platform, the rumble link is uh, atop the description. And, um, rumble looks good, uh, says ping too. So looks like it's working. If you want to head over there and just, uh, have a look around now, they just launched their, um, their live streaming service. So it's a little bare bones. They don't have super chat. They don't have some of the features, but it's an exciting new home away from Susan. So if you want to head over there and just see what it's, see what the scenery is like and let us know if you experience any tech problems that would be appreciated we'll plan on sending the show to Rumble as long as uh, they'll have us, which I would suspect is longer than Susan will. But who knows? And uh, yeah, anyway, so so we'll keep sending it over there for the time being. And uh, we'll do that on Sunday as well. And Rumble will also be an option to uh, listen back to the Sunday show on demand as well. Anyway, you guys know how the uh, the call in show works. Otherwise, the instructions for how to participate, if you'd like to participate, are in the YouTube description. And uh, you, if you are a a lucky caller tonight, you'll get to talk with our call screener, formerly Dangerous Spaces. I now see he has changed his name in the Discord server to Not Gay Bearing. That was (laughs) proposed last week or the week before. This is not my doing. He apparently voluntarily made himself Not Gay Bearing. So that's fine. We'll steal the Crowder bit and we'll go with the uh, audience suggested uh, suggestion on that one. Uh, of course, we'll get to you, uh, your uh, email questions to close the show as well. We'll stop every half hour to check in on Super Chat, YouTube, uh, Tippy Stream, Live, Trovo. Uh, as far as email questions, if you'd like to send one in, uh, it's uh, the one and only place to do that is the contact page of my website, MattChristensenMedia.com slash contact. There's a call in show question form for you there. Other than that, you ready to hop into the calls? Sure am. All right. Let's talk to uh, Juggernaut the Destroyer. Mr. Juggernaut, you there?
1: Howdy. Hi.
0: What's on your mind?
2: Whoa, blonde, you just lagged heavy. My
1: Uh, what? You
2: just lagged. Oh. Yeah.
0: I guess they killed your internet at some point.
2: It was just a bit of of freak out on Discord's part. Hmm. Uh, My topic is, is it really that conspiratorial to believe that the scientific institution would develop a product that would harm a large swath of humanity?
1: no
0: what's uh who are you defining as the scientific institution that's yes. just the science as it exists
2: Based, well i mean like oh they don't generally believe in god right they believe in natural law and they believe that their moral duty is basically to save the planet like global warming we should stop using plastics we should instead use paper products but oh no not the deforestation that's bad too Um, they'd want yeah well uh,
0: i'm not so deep that i think that this was some broad conspiracy of scientists i think uh, not because i'm super trusting in the scientific community per se but just because the idea that you have a broad conspiracy that requires a whole bunch of participants is very difficult to maintain i think that you could have a small group of people do what you're talking about and get a lot of those scientifically inclined, like you're talking about on board because of some of the, some of the predispositions that you're talking about. Hmm. Do you disagree or do you think that there's a lot of people involved in like a big plot?
2: Somewhat. Here? I mean, so Jewish, I mean, <laughs> all right. It's- Biased to- like, Jewish reporters are biased towards Israel by virtue of them being Jewish, and that's fine, I guess, but in that same sense, the scientific institution would be biased towards lowering the human population as a whole, so they wouldn't need to talk to each other necessarily, they just need to believe that, uh, you know, they'd need...
0: To- I don't know, I don't know that that's fair. I, I also... I, I'm sure that there are a lot of uh, of that atheism may, in fact, be the predominant view within the scientific community. But I don't I don't think it's fair to paint them all that way. I think there, they there are talk
1: of... about overpopulation ad nauseum.
0: Well, who's they, though? That's what I'm getting confused. Like Bill who, who Gates, are...
1: et cetera. Well, is Bill Gates, Gates a scientist? No, but I mean, when you think about the scientific community, can you really divorce Bill Gates from it?
0: Well, that's why I need that's why I need some definition here. I, like, are we talking about? Some guy uh, studying physics and who's an engineer? Are we talking about um, the government scientists like Dr. Fauci? Are we talking about Bill Gates, who's a guy who made software and now is interested in a whole bunch of other things?
1: The ones that finance and inform policy decisions. Finance, public opinion, inform policy decisions. People
0: who think
2: and exist within the scientific institution and... So, so if you go on YouTube and you watch basically any nature video or any video about the planet, you will very likely come across them talking about how what humanity did is bad and that we have a moral responsibility to fix it.
0: So, okay, well, I, I don't doubt that there are people of that perspective. But if you're, I guess if you tell me, are you asking me to believe that there are thousands of thousands, thousands of thousands of people who are all... In on a scheme and know that they're in on a scheme, and no Not nobody leaks
2: that. Thousands of people, perhaps, who just don't care enough to look into potential harm.
1: What do you mean they don't well, leak it? They they talk about it all the GD time.
0: Well, no, I, what I mean is you're saying they all agreed to develop coronavirus for as a political or a biological tool, but nobody leaked the plans here no
1: a few people did no. that and there's an the, well, understanding see,
0: i can get i can get on board with that idea that it's a deliberate design of a few people and that other people who are predisposed to go along with those narratives do so
1: yeah fine all right
0: yeah but the but what i'm talking about is like they all get on their zoom call and they agree that you do tax a task x and you do task y but nobody ever talks about it with the outside
2: if there is one scientist who says that the covid inoculation has harms and another scientist says that it does no harm, they are more likely to go with the other scientist who says it does no harm. Like scientific journalists and scientifically minded people would be.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't I just I need more definition on who these people are. It's it's a little unclear to me.
2: I suppose so. That's like, but it's just when you enter into these groups of people who don't believe in God and do believe that their morality aligns with basically preserving nature, I think it's, I don't think it's very conspiratorial to assume that they would develop something that would harm humanity as a whole.
0: I'm with you did. I suppose I, I, but again, who's the they, and how big is the they? That's what I'm wondering. Well, well, it's well not
2: I, as easy to to define as like your genetics, so that's that's fair.
0: Okay. Uh, thanks for the call. Yeah. All right. Uh, Casey is up next. Casey, you there?
3: Hey there. How are you guys?
1: Hey. How are you?
3: What's going on, man? i oh, just um, I don't know what. Usually, uh, usually, Colin, with trying to throw some white pills your way. Sure. Um, I'm not sure which one to pick. There's so many like uh, foundational principles like, um, you know, the ex- further expression of the, uh, the Second Amendment, you know, under the crypto undermining and defeating the dollar. Um, <laughs> even though the end of uh, Afghanistan is, is still a good thing that, you know, regardless of how horribly it went. Um, is it i don't know what to think about vouchers charter schools you know the people i don't know there's so many good things happening
1: oh these are that's a list of good things oh
3: i I think so don't you
1: no i thought you were talking about all the things that are going terribly for this country but proceed i'll listen
3: well i mean like for example the first one the second amendment like in the last few years um uh, like 10 years there were only three states that had constitutional carry now there's 21 states that's true
1: yeah
3: um, in fact, I'm part of that, too. Now that I'm, you know, in North Idaho, I, I just last week, my, uh, Matt might enjoy this, but I just got my, um, my first sidearm. I'm cool. familiar with shotguns and rifles from Michigan hunting, but I got a, um, a Glock 19X.
0: Well, congratulations. Nice Congratulations. Do you, uh, you don't have to answer if it's too personal, but do you plan on carrying or uh, you just use it for home defense or what are you going to do?
3: Well, oh, this was a perfect introduction model. A good friend of mine locally here that I had met um, uh, works for DHS and he's a weapons um, instructor. And there's also a place here called Center Target Sports, which is um, so this one is actually a small enough weapon to start uh, that I could conceal. But then if I was going to do something for home defense, um, I'd probably add uh, like a, a 45 you know, or Springfield or something a little larger.
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Cool. Well, that, that's excellent news. And we got constitutional carry here in Montana this year as well. So that's, uh, yeah, so so uh, our state is one of many that's trending the right way. I, I'm getting a little bit of feedback off you, but yeah, me too. I think we'll be okay. Oh, sorry. Uh, no, it's no problem. Maybe turn the speakers down just a little bit if you can. But sure. um, but yeah, no, you're right that there's a lot of state politics that are going very, very well. And uh, that's, that's a good true. thing to see.
3: Is Matt Jr. going to have a little, uh, little little, little holster and a little picture coming up
0: for you soon? <laughs> well, that, uh, the audience did gift the first rifle for <laughs> my son. So we did pick that up uh, maybe six weeks ago, a month ago, something like that. So there is a little Bolt Action 22 sitting in the safe waiting for when the day is right. I have not even shot it and I won't. We'll wait until the day is right, and we'll take it out. It'll be a fun time.
3: Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, there's also like, um, like homeschooling, you know, has been because of all this COVID stuff. There's more people being at home with their family. And have you heard of the great resignation? Uh, no. Uh, no. Uh, there's been polls that companies are having people try to come back to the office now. And around 26% of the uh, people uh, polled, are, they're gonna just going to resign. Uh, they're going to, they, they enjoyed staying at home and there's companies that are going to have to start catering to uh, people that want to work from home and remotely. So all this commercial real estate, you know, all these big office buildings are going to have to, there's, there's signing bonuses happening and there's companies are scrambling now and the Fortune 500 companies are probably going to start sucking up a lot of these smaller companies that aren't as nimble and offering their employees some of the flexibility that they've earned over the last year and a half.
1: Well. I certainly hope so. Mm. Uh, this has been catastrophic for the workforce. I don't know what people are going to do. But this is a white pill episode. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: I mean, take it while well, you can, you know, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to make, you're going to turn it into a gray pill, but I'm just.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Casey.
3: Oh, that's all right. I appreciate you, though.
0: <laughs> all right. Any closing thoughts from you?
3: No, just um, I hope you guys are doing uh, well and enjoying the, um, uh, the second half of your summer and, uh, you know, I'll love and pray for you guys and uh, hope you're doing well and we'll catch up maybe next week. Well, thank you. you. Too, thanks, Daisy, thanks for your too. call.
0: Thanks for being a voice for positivity. It is uh, yeah. much appreciated in these trying times. So thank you for that.
3: I'll try. OK, take care. Have a good Bye. Bye.
0: All right. Lol, Sanan, Lol, you there?
4: How's it going, my dingers?
0: <laughs> Thank you for that. We—I uh, can't remember if it was last week or um, uh, what when the week was, but we had another caller reference you, and and uh, so I'm glad that you called back.
4: Yeah, um, I'm finishing up my last few weeks of outpatient treatment, and things are going well. Good. Um, I, yeah, I think I'll in some sometime in the future when I'm, I have my thoughts better together, I'll kind of come back to. I might call in and talk about it, but. Sure. Uh, yeah. t- tonight I wanted to talk about uh, the topic on everyone's mind Afghanistan.
2: Okay. Um,
4: so what I've seen a few different media views, and I wanted to see if there's anyone in the alt media that really surprised you, because, at least mm. in my opinion, there's three or four reasonable, well, not reasonable, but three or four views. The one which is, I think, a few people on the right and mostly on the left is no matter what it was going to be a shit storm. Um, So whatever, just get out and get out. Yeah. Most people on the reasonable, some on the left, but most on the right is we, it it was, we should have left a long time ago, but what we did was a shit storm. And then you have your birch gold and our greatest ally (laughs) view.
1: We should have stayed in until
4: I, if you've watched the show, we should have stayed another hundred
1: years.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
4: So,
1: was did he, What did he say about that? I guess there's no he, surprise there.
0: Uh, he basically, yes. You
4: <laughs> compared, he basically said that we should have treated it like Japan and Germany and should have <laughs> based there for sixty some years. Sixty some years.
1: Forever wars. So I'm super surprised that he advocated for something like that.
0: Well, the I, argument that keeps getting delivered that I take a lot of issue. well I take a lot of issue with a lot of it but one that bugs me is you frequently frequently say well the, the the spending in Afghanistan was only like 1% of our budget so it's tiny so who cares and it's like well first of all 1% of our budget is a gigantic amount of money but 2.6
1: $2. trillion dollars it's not that much
0: but second of all if every penny I'm sending in my tax dollar is going to Afghanistan um just think if every state got an even distribution of tax money coming back to it all right, that would mean each state got roughly two percent of the investment. You're telling me Afghanistan is something in the neighborhood? Like Afghanistan's a 51st state at that point? That that's insane. That's not just who cares. That's way too much money going to a place on the other side of the globe.
4: We didn't even get parts about empire. We didn't get the women. We didn't get well. We got the drugs, but that's yeah. a whole other issue. Ugh, um, this is so
1: anyway, depressing. Okay,
0: all right. So, we're, and then what's what's the fourth we're, perspective? We're, we're, or did uh, i miss it
4: I, I that one i haven't heard which is, um I, I let's just stay on these three is there anyone okay. that's really surprised you or disappointed you in terms of the perspective well surprise
0: coming from-, from whom would probably
4: and anyone anyone in the media media space because i um yeah really, everyone i was listened to was Had a pretty good opinion. Uh, Yeah. I don't think that
1: a single person diverged from what I expected them to say.
0: Yeah, I would say that mostly I probably could have predicted people's views on it. The one thing that is surprising to me is the polling. There's a lot of polling that people now oppose withdrawal from Afghanistan but I don't know what that means to the poll respondents. Does that mean you oppose leaving generally? Or does that mean you oppose leaving the way that we did? Because count me in with oppose leaving the way that we did. That was a disaster. But if you were to, if you were to ask me, do you favor transitioning out of that country generally? Yes, I do. I don't favor what we just watched because I think it absolutely could have been managed better. But But if people mean that they now favor ongoing... Uh, presence in Afghanistan that surprises me if that's what they actually mean but I don't know what the polling what they mean when they answer those polling questions
4: I I think it's just a reason to hate democracy well to not like direct democracy because I think this is one of those things that swings because oh no people falling off planes and women getting (laughs) shot who
0: cares did you It's, it's now reported that that one of them was a 17 year old kid Mm. and did you see the video clip of the guy like flapping in the wind up in the air have you seen that one blonde no. I can tell you've uh, seen it because you're laughing
4: I I actually haven't but I want to know.
0: You, you haven't seen it okay picture um, okay let me describe this to you you're in uh, you're you're flying uh, Delta to San Francisco or wherever you're going and people like to take their pictures out of the over the wing out of the window right Okay. Picture that there is like, well, I don't know. Just just picture that there was a body attached by its wrist, flapping in the wind by the wing there, like violently flapping in the in in the the cold, windy, multi-thousand feet air. That's what this video shows. Did he it make it? Like Uh, Definitely not. It looks like his body looks like (laughs) like it's a flag, basically. Like, you ever seen a flag in the wind on a really windy day? I
1: mean, what do I even Google to see this? Uh, I could link it to you. Daily Mail had it. Oh, really?
0: Yeah. I don't think I'd be allowed to show it on the stream. It's not graphic per se, but it's a dead body flapping in the wind on a plane. I can I can link. Oh, it's uh,
1: Biden dismisses jet tragedy.
0: Um, uh, maybe that might just be the people falling off. Let me grab you the link right now. Oh, uh, I gotta see right. this here. Uh, wh- <laughs> while I do, did you have more thoughts, Lol?
4: Um, other than your introduction of the Taliban being based, um, <laughs> Excuse- <laughs> uh, the, 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 it's kind of crazy to think about, but I don't know if you've heard, Check that link. You've heard, heard the term Baka Bazi. Uh,
0: no, actually.
4: Um, I can't recall the exact translation, but it's the practice of um, men having their way with young boys. Okay, yeah. Present in Afghanistan.
0: Yeah, traditional.
4: Traditional, yes. But uh, who do you think supports it? The Taliban or the um, not the Afghan government, but the tribes under the Afghan government?
0: Uh, Probably both. I don't know.
4: Uh, The Taliban explicitly outlawed it and killed people for it so
0: yeah but is that one of those things where they their political enemies get executed for it but they kind of do it anyway or do they actually uphold uh, that
4: i mean if people are killing pedophiles i'm not gonna argue why yeah,
0: well um. okay but I, I mean i i agree that it's a heinous crime but i just know that there's a lot listen the caves get pretty wild in afghanistan that's all i'm saying
1: oh poor guy
0: <laughs> you're watching the video
1: you know, the, watching a Muslim fall to his death would have been way funnier a year ago.
0: <laughs> now you now your cold heart has grown empathetic for them.
1: Well, I, you know, I wouldn't have so much sympathy for these people if I wasn't like, is the Taliban better than our government?
0: Well, between um, what they said about respecting private property and... I know, I was them,
1: like, I'm listening.
0: <laughs> the we, job win. We got <laughs> to play that clip on Sunday. I did look it up. It's actually from February... Where uh, this clip that you sent of the Showtime woman interviewing Taliban, but it's relevant because they're talking about, okay, when the United States leaves per this deal, the question the reporter asks these Taliban leaders is, um, will women, will you have a a democracy that could, in theory, elect women? And they just start laughing. (laughs) Turn off, cut the cameras. Turn the cameras off. It's so funny. It's, yeah. Of
4: course.
1: I'll watch time, it.
4: She's getting soft at this point. Next, she's going to be on with the refugees' welcome
5: side.
1: Well, what refugees are we talking? And the point I made on Sunday stream I'll- is that this country ceases to exist anyway. So, if we've got to let let a bunch of uh, Afghan terrorists, I don't give a shit. Fine, whatever. Well, it, I don't care it, 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 I,
0: it our whole country is. Not our whole country. A lot of people who are otherwise totally fine with the draconian lockdown bullshit that has been imposed on our country for the last year are looking at Afghanistan and saying, oh, what a shame that freedom is being stripped away there. Right. I'm not saying that, you know, making me wear a mask or shutting down a restaurant is is exactly the same thing as shooting uh, protesters in the street, which they're doing. Hmm. But I do need some principled articulation about whether you actually stand for freedom or not. What is your vision of freedom where you would condemn Afghanistan and the authoritarian takeover that's happening there? But you would cheer the same, again, not violence, but authoritarian power grab tendencies that have creeped their way into this country. Exactly. Somebody said you're just
1: giving ground to the enemy. Haven't you realized that we're the enemy? We're the enemy. We're the one going around the world trying to nation build, even though our country is a total shit show. We need to stop this. This is, this is insane. We can't maintain things on the ground here. So whatever we have to do to make the left realize their hypocrisy, it's not like we're going to stop this, this downward spiral with a moratorium on immigration, which is something that I previously you know advocated for. That's not going to fix things. Everybody's already here.
0: I, I don't know that. I Well, it depends on who we are. I, I America. The there are certainly a lot of enemies within American institutions.
1: Being American doesn't mean shit anymore. Bill Gates might be the most dangerous person on the planet, and I'm supposed to be okay. like, "Oh, the Taliban." <laughs> uh,
0: well, I hmm.
4: Well, I, I'm just Do saying, I want to live in Bill
0: stand or Afghanistan? You. you
4: well, one side. I would have to think about sure it. <laughs> what. At least the Taliban, we kill pedophiles and here we make them into doctors and then have them chop off children's testicles.
0: All right. Okay. (laughs) All right. Thank you for the call, man. I'm glad to hear that you're doing well.
4: Thank you. Bye. Uh,
0: I did not intend for this to be a Taliban appreciation stream. And it's not. Uh, They're not good people. They're bad guys. They do terrible stuff. Don't want to hang out with them. Um, but I do, I just, I find a lot of amazement in people who condemn them, but want us, want our country moving in that direction. Again, they might be miles and miles down that road, but people want us to head down that, that road. Nonetheless, why? I'm just
1: saying, I mean, maybe Muslims are our natural allies. Maybe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Maul is up next. We'll get a quick call before the bottom of the hour. Molly there. Mall hello, all right we'll have to uh, try another one here uh, I know a fat guy let's try him I know a fat guy you there
6: oh yeah, yeah, I'm here.
0: What's on Ooh. your mind?
6: well, um I just got back from a basically three month trip of the lower forty eight and I figure I'd give you my right. general unless Did you, you had anything. In, but uh,
0: how many states did
6: you hit? I don't know, around thirty some odd. So I wasn't counting.
0: Right. Oh, okay, what was your favorite place?
6: Uh, well, every place has its charm. So it's like mm-hmm. you know, Ion National Park versus the Grand Canyon versus you know the Appalachian Mountains. It's it's all personal preference.
0: But what was but your I, personal preference?
6: Uh, there is something about to say about Glacier National Park. Of course, ah. then again, I also like Death Valley.
0: Did you actually get to uh, drive uh, going to the Sun Road?
6: Yes, I've, I've done that a couple of times. I cool. don't drive, I ride. Oh, you, you biked it or what? Ah, cool. Are you motorcycle, motorcycle. or bicycle? Motorcycle. Okay. Uh, I went through Bozeman, but no one came out that day.
0: Uh, what, what do you mean?
6: Oh, I sent everyone in Bozeman an email that said I was coming through town and no one showed up.
0: <laughs> Wait, I didn't get an email. Did you email me?
6: Yes, you're the one who told me to go to the uh, sign-up list and put it out there.
0: Oh, well, I must have had something going on. When was this?
6: Uh, Let's see here, like July 11th.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah, we we probably had some, uh, we we had a lot of stuff going on then. But uh, okay, what did did you get to do in town?
6: Oh, I didn't really do much in Bozeman. I was at the, uh, what was it, Uh, the University of Bozeman Museum.
0: Museum of the Rockies. I'm going there tomorrow to look at the uh, Viking exhibit. I was just talking about yeah. it. Was it cool? Yeah, yeah.
6: Yeah, it's okay. I've seen bigger ones. I mean, at least they have some it's yeah. It's 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 decent for a small town.
0: Well they they're their uh Museum of the Rockies has a lot of cool dinosaur stuff. That's mostly their attraction. But then they have their rotating exhibits and right now it's uh it's really old Viking artifacts from Sweden.
6: Uh You know, after after the meetup that didn't happen, I was at Taste of the Rockies, which was just outside there. They had all the restaurants.
0: Oh, was it downtown?
6: No, it was at the uh, just outside the museum.
0: Oh, I didn't know they did like a food thing there.
6: I don't know. Your town, man. Sometimes I feel like I know it better than you.
0: Well, I don't head downtown. Not that the museum isn't downtown. It's down by the college, but I don't head to that kind of east end of town very much. Sort of the opposite, opposite end of the town that I live, and also that's where the worst people in this town live. So I stay away from I stay away from there.
6: Okay. But, uh, besides that, I, I would say my general impressions: the uh, job crisis, the the hiring crisis, is everywhere. Every town,
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh,
6: ev- every city's taken a step backwards. It's just the progressive cities have taken bigger step backwards.
0: Yeah. Huh. Oh,
6: so, I mean. When I was in Seattle, some guy tried to take off one of my motorcycle saddles while I was uh, at a light. <laughs> oh,
7: like, while you were
0: on the bike,
6: while I was on the bike.
0: Oh my god! You say tried, so he didn't succeed. What did you do? Did you drive away? Fight him off?
6: I just drove away. In my mm. head, as soon as I did, is like if I got off the bike, there's no way this is going to go well. Even, mm. You know, even if, even though I probably win, <laughs> but. uh... Oh, that's about it. I don't All right. Well, I, I'm anxiety. glad to
0: hear you had a good trip, and thanks for uh, calling in.
6: Oh yeah. Well, I missed a few things, but hey. Oh well. All
0: right, man. Have a good night. Bye. Okay. Oh, he's already out of here. Hmm. All right, we're due for a break.
1: Oh, I forgot that this is a thing. Still, hold on. I closed the page. Oh, time. I
0: I checked it, and it was working. YouTube YouTube system.
1: Do, do, so do, if it's do. not,
0: we're in trouble. But uh, over on Tippy Stream. Uh, eucalyptus now says I am fully vaccinated and there's no side effects. I am fully vaccinated and there are no side effects. I am uh, fully vaccinated. and There are no side effects. <laughs> Diversity is our strength. Black lives matter. <laughs> Wait, what? Well, thank you. I should have probably read that. Anything about um, vaccines and C words, C words that rhyme with pure. I have to be very careful of.
1: Mm, yeah. All right. I got this up.
0: Long Dong John, just a couple here. Uh, Long Dong John's science experiment of the week. Can you say the N word on Tippy Stream? Let's find out. <laughs> he did write every variation of it, and they did allow it. He did it with the A. He did it with the hard R. He did it with the Bernie Sanders variant.
8: I am not going to be niggardly.
0: That one. And he tried this on Trovo, and it didn't go through. So Tippy Stream, which is run by a bunch of uh, Europeans, is apparently. The place to go, if you want to type whatever you want. Thank you, man. Okay, well that's good to know.
1: It's a good incentive.
0: Mike DeWine, shit grin, says: Last week, the was the three year anniversary of both the death of Terry A. Davis and the flight of the Sky King. Break free of your CIA prison and hug your uh, your friends, because you never know how close to someone how close someone is to putting uh, putting the nose down and calling it a night. Uh, do I have uh, have I forgotten what what am what am, uh, American programmer? I don't know who Terry D- Davis is. Do you? Mm. I have to plead ignorance on this one. He created the operating system Temple OS.
1: We should probably know this.
0: Uh, it's probably something I should know, but uh I don't.
1: During his final years, he amassed an online following and regularly posted video vlogs to social media.
0: Okay. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for letting us know. Appreciate it, man. Uh, over on D Live, really quick, Silosopher, uh, Giggling Spy, and uh, let's see, uh, Silosopher gifting subs, and uh, yeah, appreciate it. Giggling Spy as well. Thank you. Um, I think I got everybody there. Sorry if I missed you. Yeah. Over on Trovo, uh, Mike Hawk, four twenty Blazin gifting subs thank you for that issue uh the rob bob thanks for supporting the show c2k says this week uk this week's uk coof update leaked government talks revealed they are looking at changing the law this fall to say that being double jabbed won't be good enough to avoid uh to avoid q if you travel questions and that you, yeah to avoid yeah, i support quarantine To avoid quarantine. Yeah, that's right. There you go. Thank you. Sometimes they have to abbreviate and it's hard to read. Mm -hmm. To avoid quarantine if you travel, but that you'll have to take a booster to avoid it when you return to the UK, unless you're Afghan, of course, and then you don't need any. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's probably the way this is going to go. And yeah, I love all this booster talk now because... For the the normies out there who don't get it, that this will never end until you say that it ends. Yeah, it's ne- they're going to require a booster every half year, and this is going to go on and on and on. Is this really the society that you want? Have you followed um Tim Pool's uh, bit about no. calling around restaurants in New York City? Mm-hmm. This is uh this is something to check up on because he has been uh, calling restaurants in New York City to see who would enforce the vaccine mandate. Most of them say they do. And he also called on behalf of uh, a friend with MS. My friend with MS can't get the vaccine. Is she not allowed to come to the restaurant? And some say yes. Like she's not allowed to come in because she's not vaccinated because she has MS and can't get the vaccine. What the hell kind of society are we building?
1: It's fine. We're going to be second class citizens, but also separated, which might be helpful.
0: If you want the parallel society, you're going to get it, I guess
1: segregation now
0: you're <laughs> they're gonna force it anyway all set
1: uh black magic you know i can't read this mm. it's hilarious but i can't read it
0: well i guess uh, I'll, I'll have to check it out i let me let me open it up here
1: four random words that i can't read
0: just four words that's all that's simplicity no no oh. no, no um <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, you definitely can't.
1: Kevin Smith, say what you want about the Taliban, but at least they seem to be fighting against Globo Homo. That is true. It's true. Incompetent <laughs> Hands, 30.
0: I just can't believe we're at the stage.
1: Well, at least. <laughs>
0: mm. And I want to say that that's that's such a bullshit perspective. I wish I had the luxury of saying what a bullshit perspective. Obviously, uh, uh, <laughs> I, we're not living under Taliban rule, okay? We're not living under anything comparable to Taliban rule. But we are living under such absurdity that you can kind of at least pick and choose things here and there that are comparatively uh, maybe better. Not, better is probably the wrong word, but like comparatively, comparatively closer to the truth. How about that? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. more in touch with reality.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's true. Uh, Kevin Smith, I just read that one A Comment in 30. Remember 20 years ago when Afghanistan made people wear masks and they had authoritarian rule based on tribalism that you had to engage and otherwise the mob and otherwise the mob wait wait you had to engage otherwise the mob threw bricks at you. Guess we're yeah. done fighting them over there. I like all these parallels between uh, our government and the Taliban. It's like I can get on board with this long down. John, Uh, I heard that the Taliban are going to open are going door to door, confiscating civilian weapons, using a lot of democratic talking points as justification. Like, do you really need that? AK And RPG.
0: And I'm sure they're using American M4s to do it, uh, which is hilarious. They're using our guns to take other people's guns. Guaranteed that's (laughs) happening. And I've seen some news coverage of that. A lot of their talking points too, are that listen, we'll protect you. We are your protection. You don't need guns. We protect you. Don't worry about it. Sounds familiar.
1: Daniel Donato, check out Theta. It's a crypto-based live streaming platform, very reputable for those who are crypto-inclined, low chance for Susan, like antics. Susan always gets Mm. in all these things. Uncommented hands. I mentioned- I will do that, thanks. Why the last man before uh, where all the men die, the Prager youth tore into it for being woke. Maybe they're misguided, but maybe not. Spoilers- israel becomes the bad guy told you it's good i don't know what did this was this english am am i illiterate okay
0: Uh, i don't know the reference is it a movie or something oh okay yeah it's a y colon the last man is a post-apocalyptic science fiction comic book series is what it is
1: oh okay okay maybe we got a previous super chat about this um yeah dale jones foreign involvement just means accepting refugees just say no no more refugees all the refugees refugees welcome i don't care <laughs> i don't care anymore well um, it,
0: it, by the looks of it there are going to be plenty to go around so yeah really see.
1: i'm going to be one of those people holding a sign i'll just be smoking a cigarette and holding a sign saying <laughs> yeah. refugees welcome yeah how the tables have turned uh, we'll circle back for these
0: Okay, we will uh, catch up with your chats in another half hour. For now we will get back to the Um, calls. I'll
8: have to just circle back with you.
0: And hey, it's our friendly movie bit voice man,
7: Batman. Hello
0: Hello there. What's on your mind, dude?
7: Oh, well, let's see. Let me get the stream muted real quick. Sure. Um, Okay, so I hear you you talk a lot about objective morality and I was wondering if you might Bound upon that a little bit, because it seems to me that looking back through human history, uh, we don't see any uh, any kind of um, objectivity when it comes to what's acceptable at what time.
0: Well, uh, I would disagree. Let's put it this way. Has it ever been morally acceptable to kill a person in cold blood? You might say Uh, you might say people viewed it as such, but does that make it
7: right? Well, according to our viewpoint now, I mean, we can't let our our current bias, you know, influence that, in my opinion, at least. Um, but back in, um, you know, think about the Roman arena, right? I mean, they were they were killing people in cold blood all the time there and for entertainment value. Yeah, but well, the question is,
0: is, is that right or is that wrong? To, I mean, to them, it
7: was to them. It was totally, it no, was not totally
0: t- fine. Not to them. Just is
7: it right or is it wrong? Would that wouldn't that be um, wouldn't that be permitting a a sort of more modern lens to color our opinion of it?
0: No, I don't think so. I think a murder in uh, you know a thousand BC is still a murder. Um, but maybe you disagree. Here, here's here's my question. Uh,
7: well, do you think that murder is objectively wrong? Of course. Why? Uh, because it is uh, an impingement of somebody else's uh, right to live, I suppose. Okay,
0: so it it was wrong when it was done a thousand years
7: ago. Oh, I, I think it was wrong. I, I personally think it was wrong then, but I don't think they saw it that way, and it was societally acceptable to. Was it um, just
0: because you personally think that it was wrong? Is that what makes it wrong, or is there something more to that?
7: I can't. Hmm. Uh, I, I, I guess I tend to think that um, we have, you know, sort of as a as a, maybe not as a species, but as a as a society have um, sort of matured in such a way as to see to see it as a as a wrong now. But um, OK, well, that's an interesting I, maybe we weren't.
0: But that's an interesting way to just
7: grown up enough, um, culturally speaking, to see it that way that, you know, maybe we were still sort of civilization in its infancy and had not learned its lessons yet.
0: So here's here's what I would make the comparison to. And I'll I'll enrage a lot of our flat Earth and uh, hollow Earth (laughs) constituency, which I know is a growing group. So I I mean, no, uh, I, I don't mean to besmirch them, but. Um, there was a time where we believed that the uh, sun revolved around the earth, right? Or sure. things to that effect. Um, and a lot of people believe that. That was the dominant view. Over time, right. we have discovered the natural order of the universe that shows something contrary. And I, I, would, I would contend that we've done the same thing with a lot of moral structures, that these things were true and objectively so before we understood them. But over time we've discovered them in the same way we discovered the laws of gravity and all the other natural laws of the world. It's just now we understand it, but it doesn't mean that murder was subjectively right when it was done in the Colosseum. It means that we didn't have an understanding of, of morality at the time. That's the way that I view it.
7: Okay. Uh, That's, uh, I've never heard that argument before. That's interesting. Um, I guess I tend to approach things from a, from a from a viewpoint uh, where what is right and what is wrong is sort of uh, culturally and societally agreed upon. Is societally a word? I don't know. I'm probably getting ripped for it right now. No,
0: no, that's um, you're good. <laughs>
7: yeah. No, or socially. Care. Well, keep, or, keep yeah, on, keep yeah, on so out the acceptable. Yeah. So what 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 is right and what is wrong will depend on what people sort of gather together and agree is right and wrong, or do you disagree with that?
0: No, I yeah, I definitely disagree with that um, for a few reasons. I think that that human beings have an inherent purpose, something that they're inherently doing, which is surviving, prospering, trying to do that. There's something that's programmed into us to do that, despite our own free will or, or decision making. We're all on that trajectory. Why? I think that a respect for that is what objective morality is so i think there's a natural basis to it but on the other side of it, i think there's a practical component and that is that if morality is simply a social decision um that we all just decide that murder is wrong and that's what makes it wrong well it just becomes a question of who's making the decisions at that point is the king deciding that it's right or wrong is 51 percent of people are they deciding whether it's right or wrong it's a recipe for total chaos
7: uh, and a total well, human lack of history moral is order. total chaos. Forgive me, I didn't mean to interrupt.
0: No, I, I would agree I mean, with I, that, but I think that's because we didn't have the same understanding of the natural order of the world. Whether we're talking about what makes uh, the leaves on the trees green, or what what makes it wrong to kill a person in cold blood.
7: Okay, I I, th- I think I I think I better understand your uh, your position on that now.
0: I, yeah, sure. It, it's I guess, a complex thing. I, yeah,
7: yeah. I guess I'm just more of a nihilist, <laughs> which um, that's, that's an well, easier and easier trap to fall <laughs> into nowadays.
0: I, I suppose. I mean, to get to more of the, the practical component, and I know it's a little less satisfying for people because it's not necessarily based on natural observance. But if I don't accept the premise that humanity has a purpose and inherent value, then every other moral structure falls apart. And quite frankly, I just don't want to live in that world. I don't want to live in a world where um, we just pretend that there we just think that there's no purpose to any of this because there's nothing wrong with killing your neighbor if there's no purpose or value to that human life. It's not well, a world I, I, mean, I want to live can, in, you know?
7: Well, I totally agree with that. Um, it's just that um, you I think I think it is morally superior to have that, um you know, to have the viewpoint that killing people is wrong. I just also think that, you know, your neighbor may not necessarily share that viewpoint and therefore maybe. Yeah, but he's know, wrong. I, I, I that's the
0: point. <laughs> Would you say that he's uh, wrong? Oh, absolutely. Okay, but what? But that's um, my I, I question that is based
7: on what? Uh, and you know what? That's a good question. I'm yeah, not sure. I'm prepared to answer that.
0: That's, and that's fair because that's this is. Those are the things that I've been thinking about as I've gone down this path. And I, if I can't answer based on what, then all the, the entire world's moral framework falls apart.
7: I, uh, I, I guess I suppose, again, this, this just comes down to a, um, to, um, to a, a viewpoint that's sort of a viewpoint of mine. That is, that's, that's sort of, um, you know, Based based on the fact that life on Earth was a cosmic uh, roll of the dice. Mm. And I'm not really sure we have necessarily a purpose, but we're doing with what we can with what we have.
0: Ooh. Um it's possible. I, I don't deny the possibility. It's just uh, I, Clearly, I I'm think... not particularly religious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I. I just I have to believe that there's a basis for that thing inside that that feeling inside of you that we all have. And when I say all, I mean the overwhelming majority, you can talk about the exceptions, the few people out there that are psychopaths, but we all have kind of a gut level conscience and we feel good when we've done things, um, that are good and moral behavior. And we feel terrible when we've done things that are bad, immoral behaviors. Why, why is that there? And, and to your point, it could just be that that's a beneficial survival mechanism, that that Mm. was also random chance. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think that there's some moral compass that just kind of exists within us. I don't know what put it there, but that's my quest is to figure out what it was to the best I can. At least.
7: I think I would really like to believe that I'm just not really, I just don't think I'd do, you know what I mean? Like yeah, I might I, feel I, better about the world if I, if I did feel that way.
0: Yeah. And uh, admittedly is some of the justification that I'm using is that it's what I want to believe. Um, I do mm-hmm. believe that these, that this moral structure is discernible from observing the natural world, but I, I, you know, admittedly, I want a moral framework for the world. I want it to, I don't want a chaos world where we all kill each other and that doesn't matter. I don't want anything well, It feels to like we're
7: that. headed in that direction anyway. Yeah. There's your, uh, there's your white pill for the evening, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Man. All right. Well, I'll uh, I'll get out of your hair, but um, I just want to say that uh, Cuomo can't be gone fast enough, and I'm looking forward <laughs> to uh, having him relegated to uh, uh, a position where he can only scream and cry at the injustices of the world like the rest of us.
0: Be careful what you
7: wish for, though, because it it probably can get worse than Cuomo. Oh, I'm I'm sure it will get worse after him. Oh yeah. I mean, this is this is New York. Right. <laughs> it, it will. It will. It, it, it's on the slippery slope already. And there's only one direction to head, you're, but uh, I have to take some catharsis in watching him fall.
0: You're upstate, right? You're not uh New York city.
7: Yeah. Okay. Which means would- I'm actually physically closer to Cuomo actually.
0: <laughs> well, are you, uh, are you going to be able to go ever go to the city or is that a thing of the past?
7: Uh, I've been there before. Hmm. Um, and I will probably never go again Oh I yeah, mean, because I mean because I I don't I didn't get the jab um and uh apparently uh according to according to Lord De Blasio uh you need to do that in order to enjoy anything in the city so fuck it I'm just never going back.
0: All right. Well, thank you for uh the thoughts and thank you for uh your delightful voice each and every week as well. <laughs> All right. Y'all have a good night. Bye. Right? Uh Not that we didn't talk long enough, but I don't know that you and I have ever talked about objective morality all that much. Like, quick answer. Pre-JK? Well, you I mean, between you and me. We talk about it with callers all the time. But do you... I, I could go either way on you because I know that faith is important to you. I also know that you have some nihilistic tendencies, perhaps. Um what what's your kind of quick take on whether there is an objective right and wrong in, in the world or whether it's well, all just kind of invention that we want to believe
1: Because I'm a religious person, I believe that we don't have an objective right and wrong because we have a sense of morality that is god-given. However, in the absence of faith, does a person have a sense of objective morality? No, probably not,
6: right?
0: Um, I, well, I, and I'll, I'm going to be really quick. Cause I've <laughs> talked about this a whole bunch. I used to, I used to scoff at the idea of like, well, you can't be moral without God. That's, that's what sa- I thought that was so silly. Of course you can be a good person without God. And um, I, I think you can, I think you can, ab- I think you can abide by objective moral rules without being a religious person per se, but I understand what that means more now. And it's, To me, the sort of things I was talking about, you can't be a moral purpose, uh, a person without recognizing that fundamental moral basis that humanity has an inherent value and purpose. And whether that's God given, uh, I I don't know who did that. I don't know who gave it that. But people call it God given. I get that. You have to recognize that first moral principle to build the rest of the moral framework upon it. So now I understand what that means.
1: But most atheists aren't going around murdering people. So, you know, there's an argument to be made that even in the absence of faith, there's a, a nature-based sense of morality.
0: Yeah, and that's, that's kind of how I get there. It's, uh, but they, they, And they're also not mutually exclusive. They could actually be the same thing. It's just kind of two, two different understandings or two ways of arriving at the same fundamental mm-hmm. truth about the world. It's true. Anyway. I've talked about it way too much. So thank you guys for your patience. But you know, it's like um, circumcision. You want to get me going, call in and be like, all right, objective morality. Objective let's morality. go.
1: Does anybody want to talk about circumcision?
0: <laughs> uh, mustache Asian. Talk about it. Yeah.
9: How are you guys doing?
0: We're doing all right. You're coming in really quiet for me. I'm gonna boost you up, but
9: let's see, let's see. If it's better.
0: Oh yeah, way yeah. better.
9: Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. It's just kinda of interesting to see all the uh, featured uh, YouTube uh like you know the mainstream media videos <laughs> yeah. that would be in your home page. Yeah. Brought changed from COVID to Afghanistan. Like overnight, pretty much. Yeah. But
0: oh really? Is that, all, is that all is that all it is?
9: Yeah, now it's all Afghanistan mostly. So yeah. Hmm. I don't really pay attention to them that much, but I kind of just Well, that's another,
0: um, you know, another pro-Taliban point. I haven't heard them bitch about coronavirus at all, you know?
9: For a while, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're, though, really, uh, they're
0: really winning us over.
9: True, true, yeah. yeah. Even though uh, Jay Inslee just brought back the mask mandate.
0: Oh, God, dude. I can't believe yeah. this stuff.
9: <laughs> yep, yeah. So they they haven't forgotten at local level. If they are tyrants. So, yeah pretty much. So yeah, but um I mean update on the uh, the vaccine saga and the Oh yeah. due to because it's family. You know, oh, so you did hunted. you
0: did decide to get the shot.
9: Unfortunately, I did. Yeah. Oh, so man. so
0: if people don't remember you well you tell me but you were one of many in our audience who was having a family conflict about you not wanting to get the shot, but your yeah. your I think your parents in your case, right, were heavily pressuring you to do it.
9: Yes. Pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So what? Uh, well, uh, what? What? Why did you decide to go the route that you did?
9: I think it's just the relationship is unsustainable at, at, at a certain point. You know, hmm. is yeah. At the end of the day, they are still family and it's difficult to replace them. I mean, yeah, like I do have my own conflicts and you know misgivings, but yeah, we'll see what happens. You know, I mean, first shot, um, I didn't feel anything really besides uh-huh. some soreness um second shot um next day i got a, like a fever and i mean after one tell all and just you know sleep it off but you know for for us like usually we don't have that much at least for our family we don't have that you know heavy of a like a reaction to them hmm. but we we don't know what that long term long term um ramifications will be but yeah that's it is what it is now so yeah it's done
0: yeah uh, has your relationship with your parents improved or been restored? Has that changed?
9: It's, it's improved at least. Attention is one less thing to be, you know, like you know, being nervous about. I guess. Okay. Yeah, it's like it's less. Is how should I say? Like you know, like one less thing for them to bitch at me about, and uh, slightly less, you know, yeah, arguments behind in the in the in the family.
1: Yeah. So yeah. that's weak.
0: I, 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 it does bum me out that families are willing to turn on each other over, over something like this. But, um, you know, as I've mentioned many times, family integrity is, is way up there on the, on the stack of priorities. And so in general, it's hard for me to argue against a person who makes their own decision to maintain family integrity as a very high priority. I just, I, I, it just bums me out that that families put each other in that position. That position, yeah,
9: yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. So yeah.
5: Well,
1: uh, I'm sorry yeah. to hear that, dude. I hope they get off your balls. Yeah,
9: but, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, uh, right now Taiwan's also in the crosshair. You know, after that's right. The yeah. Lookover, right? You know, and and China's like basically say it's not it's not if it's when. Well, it, it, for, forgive
0: it. my yeah. ignorance on all of this, but why I don't understand why those things are connected. Why does the Taliban embolden China against Taiwan?
9: I think because it shows the weakness of US and the incompetence okay. of US US uh, government and military at this point, you know, and they're like, you know, oh, this kind of shows that it, there's no help for you guys
0: you okay know? so china maybe would have to balked to be aggressive with taiwan for fear of u.s intervention but I, now there's
9: they, a consideration there yes yeah okay yeah but now they think so, they can
0: bully taiwan and probably get away with it yep okay
9: so yeah uh, hmm. i don't know i was like thinking like it's like should i go back and fight but i don't know i don't even know what to do about that at this point hmm. yeah so yeah that's uh all i for this week, like all, all, most of the things on my own mind. And also it's hilarious that U S government can just send them all these Gucci gear. And it's like, Oh, and <laughs> but then we can't even get a trigger.
0: Yeah. Like I know. Well, yeah, don't, don't, I know. Don't even get me started. The government owes us all Humvees and automatic <laughs> weapons, dude. Yeah. <laughs> this is, this yep. is bullshit. Yep. Um, right. but
9: yeah, I think that's about it for me. But yeah.
0: All right. Well, well, thanks for sharing the conclusion of the story. And, um, you know, I. Uh, I, I hope you'll I wish you all the best in uh, in repairing and maintaining that family relationship. And I, I think you're uh, you're a good man for putting that high on the priority. And I, I hope that uh, your parents and your family recognize that.
9: Yeah. Oh, one last thing. I just have a quick movie recommendation, but I don't know. Sure. Probably not through here, but just, uh, you know, I think '80s. I would choose the thing.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the
9: thing. Yeah, it probably yeah. is on the list already. But then the the 2000s will be. Uh, I think was the Cornell trilogies, by uh, the what? Cornell trilogies. You know, the Hot oh. Fuzz, Shaun of the Dead, and
1: uh, oh, I've and seen World Shaun of at the, the World's
9: Dead. And yeah, Shaun of oh. the Dead. So I have seen. Bo-
0: yeah, Hot series. Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead. I have seen those. Oh,
9: you've seen oh. those. Nice. Uh. Nice. All right.
1: Cool. Oh, thanks for calling. Yeah. We appreciate it. Thank
0: All you, man. Right.
9: Thank you. Have a good night.
0: Okay. Let's take. Uh, Let's take another break here at the top of the hour and we'll get right back to the calls. Not great on time on my end. I know, but uh, we will try to make up for it in the next segment. We're good over on tippy stream um, over on D live Pilate grove. If I'm pronouncing that correctly, thanks for supporting the show. Uh, Silosopher as well. If I didn't shout you out earlier, let's see over on trovo, Mike, Hawk 420 Blazon. What's the difference between a chick? Come on, man! All right, <laughs> what's the difference between a chickpea and a garbanzo bean? Oh, this is a new one. No, oh, okay. Chickpeas have been eaten in the Middle East for almost 10,000 years, <laughs> and they've shared different names across many cultures. Garbanzo happens to be the Spanish term for, or the Spanish term, while chickpea is the common English term. That is a Excellent joke. I appreciate that. I love those wow. kind of those kind of anti jokes. I believe I've told it on the stream before. But what's the difference between um, Neil Armstrong and Michael Jackson? I don't know. Well, Neil Armstrong is uh, recognized as the first man to walk on the moon, if you believe that. Whereas Michael Jackson endured several years of uh, accusation, several years of legal trouble related to accusations of uh, child abuse and pedophilia.
1: But <laughs> a <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pretty good one.
1: It's a Norm I, McDonald I, joke.
0: I botched the delivery a little bit, but I, I, yeah, I love those.
1: Neil Armstrong is the first man to land on the moon, and Michael Jackson is a pedophile.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. Are you good over there? Yeah. Uh, P. Daniel Todd. Follow up on the Mattress Shooter's father and son case trial set for September 13th at 9 a.m. It will be on YouTube. Is that? We, we talked about this on Sunday.
0: The Mattress Shooter? Oh, yeah. The dumpster guys. OK, wait, wait, wait. When is it?
1: September 13th, 9 a.m. It'll be on YouTube.
0: OK, did it get delayed? Was I wrong? September what did you 13th, because I thought it was coming up this next Monday.
1: Oh, maybe it got delayed.
0: Maybe it got delayed a little bit, but it, OK. September 13th, Monday on YouTube. Does it say what channel? Monday, September 13th?
1: Oh.
0: I will definitely turn that on.
1: I believe you. Yeah. I I am 100% sure you're going to watch this. Slosher, in Canada, Trudeau is making the vax mandatory for all domestic air and train travel. A negative COVID test isn't enough. It's purely about punishing the nonconformists. I know. They can only push people so far, though.
0: Did you see Trudeau refer to the she session and the she covery? What? Economic she session and economic she covery.
1: Does that mean that female spending has uh, caused the economy to go out I, of control?
0: I don't even know what the hell it
1: means. That is so gay.
0: <laughs> he, uh, yeah, I, I can't believe anybody. Well, I know it's, it works differently in, in Canada. You don't vote directly for Justin Trudeau, right? But uh, how that man is in political power is, is baffling. Nepotism. Is that it? Uh, yeah. Also, he's secretly Fidel Castro's son, so that's probably something to do
1: with it. And because chicks liked his butt, do you guys still want us to vote?
0: <laughs> <You're> <laughs> well, like, oh, August 18th is a sad, dark day in America. <laughs> it, it really is. Yeah.
1: Taliban now. Laurel says, I'm in Arizona. Just dropped my daughter off at a college, at college, not a mm. college, not just a random college. Uh, <laughs> her roommate is a tranny, male to female. Somehow what? she forgot to mention that to me. What? Yes, she knew, sigh. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, no. Well,
0: I guess guess, at least she wasn't duped. I mean, it's better than her being conned. uh, But holy cow, that's a piece of news.
1: She probably was like, Mom, be cool. Be cool about this, Mom. God, I Uh, hope she doesn't get raped.
0: That's one way to put it. Holy cow. Well, um, I
1: hope he got it cut off at least.
0: Probably not these days. Usually it's just hormone stuff. I don't know. I've, that's a that's a spot, Laurel. Holy cow! I don't mean to react um impolitely, but that to have that thrown upon you on a moment's notice, I'm sure was uh that was something. I bet. So I I can't even give advice on how to handle that. What do you do? I mean, your daughter's an adult, presumably. She's off at college. It's like uh, pay for your... her
1: off-campus apartment.
0: Yeah. Uh, um godspeed godspeed that's all i can say holy cow um
1: arizona college tranny roommate she should just drop out and get married
0: <laughs> there there, you go well all the best to uh your family laurel and uh again congrats. she said no
1: he has not even started transitioning laurel you got to get that he's girl just out of a there. guy hundred percent male appearance
0: so he's just a dude flat out i mean okay
1: his hair is long And that's all.
0: That's it. Okay. Well. uh, Good luck. And again, congratulations on the moves in your personal life recently as well. I know know you've made some big ones, so I hope everything's going well. Again, I don't mean to be impolite. That's just so shocking. I don't know what I would do.
1: Wow, Laurel. Damn. Hmm. Well, if he starts HRT, he'll get erectile dysfunction
0: that's a start there you go
1: maybe she should I, just cut it off
0: i'd be like. curious laurel um if you're comfortable sharing and i don't want to put you on the spot but i I'd, I'd be interested in hearing more about just how this developed and what your daughter's thoughts are and again to the extent that you're comfortable sharing just just send me an email about it if you if you would like um and if you don't want to talk any more about it that's fine too i just i'm that's such a shocking thing i'd be curious to hear the story
1: laurel is he a like a straight man She said, I'm very unhappy. (laughs) Yeah, Hmm. I bet. Okay. I'll watch the live chat while I read a few more. That is fucked up. Yikes. Um, David Missler. As a teacher in Virginia, they're requiring verification of the jab to work. Looks like I'm about to get fired. You and everyone else. God. Hmm. well, sucks. Godspeed
0: on that front, too, man. I I can't tell you how many messages and emails are coming through about predicaments on the vaccine and you know, I, it's like everybody's situation and spot is different. And I can't tell people you must do this. You must do that. You gotta, you gotta figure out that priority stack for you and evaluate, you know, what's at stake for you to lose if you decide to oppose versus what you can maintain. The one thing I, I I try to say to everybody who decides it would be too costly to me to go against my, it would be too costly to avoid the vaccine, even though I'm, Personally, I personally don't want the vaccine. If you must get it to preserve a career that, say, you've invested 10 years into or or something like that, you're fresh out of medical school, you've done all your training and to become a doctor finally and realize everything that you've done, you have to take this vaccine, even though you don't want to. The, be- the thing I would say is somebody has to fight within these institutions to stop this sort of crap. And so if that's you, if you're able to take that shot, even if you're opposed to it, but turn it into something that's part of a bigger fight later. There's maybe some purpose to it there.
1: Yeah. So I, I, I mean, if we all would have one. just told everybody to fuck off in the beginning of this, we wouldn't be in this position. So now is not the time to be like, Oh, I'm going to take the jab because I want to make m- m- money and blah, blah, my family, blah. I mean, well, I respect everybody's choices. Well, I, I,
0: I do. Some people are, you know, they're breadwinners for their families. They have to do this.
1: They don't have to do it. It's not you as though there's a gun job, to their head. You find another yeah, but, way. Okay,
0: but if you're a doctor, for example, who's gone you through.
1: figure it out. You, you What is more important uh, than your health?
0: You, you can seriously sabotage your family. I agree that your health is very important. But at the same time, if I had to put my health on the line for the benefit of my family, I would do it. Circumstances Why? depending. Because that's I'm what sure a dad's your family, job is.
1: No, a dad's job is to stay alive. No. Seriously, not, I would not be at the expense so of his much, family. I'll I will sacrifice so for much my family more any day. Yeah, but your your family would be in worse shape, and not having you and being uh, and having money than having you and right, being poor. But
0: you, you you make you count you make risk assessment every single day. Like I might die on the highway tomorrow driving to work, but I have to go to work to provide for my family.
1: <sighs> I don't know, man. Like, I agree, I, it's a risk assessment, but I my husband lose you know all the income in our family but i i know he didn't get it i would just rather be like all right we're just poor now and it's it's fine we'll figure it out as a family
0: i uh, i don't know that that simply staying alive is an appropriate mindset for a man to take in caring for his family
1: adaptability men have to
0: take risks all the time to provide for their families and i'm not saying that you should take this risk i'm saying everyone's entitled to their own to their own risk assessment. But what I am saying is if you tell me that, that if I have to do this to make sure that my family has a safe and secure future, I will do it depending on some of the circumstances. I'm not in It's that not going right to
1: ensure now. that your family has a safe and secure future. At all. It
0: might, if you are blacklisted from the medical industry after acquiring six figures worth of debt.
1: Yeah. Uh, but money can also mean nothing in two years.
0: Yeah, but that which is dead is going to mean nothing. I mean, everybody
1: has to do their own risk assessment here. But but that's um, my point
0: is that is also a risk. Yeah. And and to me, the risk of my family being bankrupted is greater than my personal risk of taking the shot.
1: I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, I mean, if it's a family decision, I would rather have my husband there. In the long run, not take any risks against his health um, rather than make financial sacrifices.
0: And to be clear, I'm not in favor. (laughs) I'm not saying you should take the shot. I'm not saying that you shouldn't. I'm saying you make your own risk assessment. And I oppose anyone trying to forcibly stab you. I'm just saying that I will do things against um, I will if I have to make a sacrifice on behalf of my family as the man and the dad and the head of the household, I will do that. That's all I'm saying. Not
1: taking the vaccine in that situation is the sacrifice.
0: Not if it damages my family. I'll risk damage to myself to avoid damage to my family. That's what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, but both outcomes are potentially damaging to the family.
0: Yeah, but one is not going to... One puts me at risk, possibly, in the same way that driving to work puts me at risk, or if I do a dangerous job puts me at risk.
1: Well, you don't know if those are comparable risks, though.
0: I based on the data that are available now, whether you trust them. And again, we don't know what's going to happen in years from now, but the idea driving to your place of work as of now is statistically riskier than getting the shot. Now we don't know what might happen years down the line, but men have to take risks on behalf of their family. That's what they do.
1: Yeah, that's true. But you have to think that the worst possible outcome for for your family would be for you to die, not to lose but, the income.
0: Right. But if I had, if I took that philosophy to its full extent, I would sit here and be a lump on the log because my sole priority is to survive.
1: Well, I, mean, I think that the problem we're having is that I think that this is a riskier vaccine than you do. Uh,
0: maybe, uh, but but my point is every man has to accept risk on behalf of himself of to course. provide for his family. I don't
1: want men to not take any risk, but the worst possible outcome would be for you to die.
0: Yeah, but the you can die like you can die as a construction worker. I should still go be a construction worker to provide for my family.
1: Yeah, but you should also you should take the job that has the least amount of physical risk for the highest pay.
0: I, I suppose. But then again, that is an assessment in and of itself. If I can provide best for my family as an underwater welder, even though it's very <sighs> dangerous. That's that's a risk assessment for, for men to make.
1: I mean the wife also has to assume the same amount of risk of the husband's death.
0: We are um, uh, <laughs> not not that I do think this is a really interesting conversation. I think that kind of the male and female perspective let's on this circle.
1: Is we, we let's have circle us circle back. Because
0: I just talked about like spending way too much time on that last topic and here. And I we am. have a,
1: a gajillion. I know, questions.
0: so we're gonna so I hate to Sorry. leave it at that. But let's get Viking Jesus in here. And thanks for your patience, guys. Viking Hi, Jesus, you there. Yeah
5: yeah how you doing guys
0: uh what's on your mind
5: well i was gonna piss off your entire live chat by talking to blonde about bdsm but uh uh, then uh i was (laughs) i was uh listening to joe biden's speech the other day yeah and the the pretty much the entire time the only thing i heard and you'll forgive me i'm i'm horrible with impressions but uh I will not send American boys nine or ten thousand miles across the world to do a job that Afghani boys ought to be doing for themselves.
0: I don't know who that is. It's a LBJ. Oh, huh,
1: okay. the great LBJ. <laughs>
0: well, wait. So you've you've have you modified a quote to apply to Afghanistan? Is that what you did?
5: uh yeah just replace Afghan with asian
0: gotcha okay so uh, it, it, elaborate I what what's your like what's the point that you're making
5: well it was you know the, pretty much the entire time i was listening to that speech you know Biden's talking about how you know we we shouldn't be you know we shouldn't be over there fighting for uh, fighting in Afghanistan and for the Afghanis are not going to fight.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but well on that point, I agree with him somewhat. People were mad because they were saying that he didn't give the Afghan army enough credit because they've had, you know, they've suffered tens of thousands of casualties in the last year or so, or the last couple of years. Um, and I also, I, I, Obviously, he didn't have an understanding of what the Afghan army would do in this circumstance because they basically surrendered without firing a shot for whatever reason in this particular case, whether it was incompetence or Taliban sympathy or whatever it was. But I agree broadly with the point that if if the army of that country is not willing to fight for. That purpose, that purpose of freedom or upholding the government that currently exists, then. Yeah, it can't really be imposed upon them.
2: No, yeah,
5: and, and you know I'm I'm completely in agreement there. It's just you know the 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 tone of the speech, uh, you know, the tone the tone of his speech and whatnot was was almost exactly the same as as you know. I actually went back afterwards. I actually went back and listened to the LG, uh, LBJ speech, yeah. and uh, I mean it was <laughs> it was almost plagiarized.
0: Well, Biden has had accusations, I think actually confirmed plagiarism cases in the past. So maybe maybe it was. <laughs>
5: I don't know, maybe you just forgot
0: well, it is pretty brutal. Well, that's one of the things we have to talk about on Sunday, this interview with uh, Stephanopoulos, because Stephanopoulos brought it up and said, OK, what was the failure here? Because clearly you didn't plan for people falling out of airplanes on video. <laughs> and Biden said, that was that was four days ago. That was five days ago. One, it was two days ago. Oh,
1: but no. two, Like that matters. That, what, yeah, what, just what this week.
0: <laughs> as Hillary Clinton right. said, what difference what at it, this point it, does, it it does it make? <laughs> Uh, the, the point he was making, it was just like angry, senile, old man snap. That was, that was five days ago. Who cares anymore? Uh, well, (laughs) we care. that clearly was not the plan. That's the point.
5: Yeah. I mean, we've got what, you know, 30,000, we still got what, you know, 30,000, you know, people, you know, civilians over there and, and what, you know, we still got to get them out.
0: Yeah, there are tens, that was, potentially tens of thousands of U.S. US citizens still in F- 30, Afghanistan.
1: Thirty thousand U.S. citizens.
5: I uh, that that was that that was the number I believe I heard the other day.
0: I saw estimates uh, that high. Yeah.
1: Oh my god. Yeah.
0: So nice.
5: yeah, I mean, yeah, we still gotta we still gotta figure out how to get them out, and you know, we, yeah, they they want to figure out how to get all the refugees out, and I mean, it's. Mm, you know, we're talking, you know, possibly hundreds hundreds of thousands of people.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it is a messy situation, and um, <laughs> well, well I, I, don't know. I I guess I I, sh- I was I'm thinking in my head like, yeah, we got to get those people out. The other side of me is thinking, why are they in Afghanistan in the first place? But I think yeah. that that's probably, I mean, these are people doing what aid work. These are people doing journalism, perhaps. No. Um, uh-huh. So I I probably shouldn't be so dismissive. They probably are doing um, legitimate, purposeful things and and have their reasons for being there. And, you know, uh, just because you're in a risky part of the world as an American citizen doing work and you've accepted the risk that's inherent to that place certainly doesn't mean that your government should just abandon you in the way that this has happened. Mm. Um, So even though I have questions about why someone would willingly go there, it doesn't really excuse uh, just hanging them out to dry in the way that we appear to have done.
5: Well, and, you know, originally, you know, I mean, uh, originally when Biden changed the plan to, to, you know, be out by September 11th. Okay. That's, that's, you know, a month away. We should have been well on the way to getting shit out of there by now anyway, you know, including all the weaponry that, that, you know, was just abandoned.
7: Yeah.
0: Yeah. They owe us all, uh, you know, an automatic M4 and a Humvee and then we'll call this deal <laughs> good all right yeah well i could go for that <laughs> thank you for the thought Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how is the how before we let you go how is the move gone you liking your new spot oh
5: uh, good good yeah i mean it's it's great i mean the near the nearest city is is you know a hundred miles away
0: uh, you know, what's so, the? i mean are you still closest to portland or are you talking some other city
5: no, uh, the nearest city is uh, uh, we're about halfway in between uh, Bend, Oregon and yeah. Boise, Idaho. Oh, OK. And, you know, so uh, Bend is one hundred and thirty miles and Boise is one hundred and eighty. So.
0: Wow. So you're way oh, out Oh,
1: man.
2: There. Yeah.
0: Well, and there's congratulations. pretty much nothing
5: in between. <laughs> yeah.
0: And not yeah. a lot of Antifa. So you're in good That's
2: shape. That's good. Yeah. Thank you, man. Well,
5: you know, if they do show up here, they're liable to get shot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah as long as salem still allows guns in that state we shall see right um, you got the mask mandate back i saw so i don't who knows if there's anybody out that yeah, far but, uh, uh
5: not really i mean it's a, it's about 50 50 of the grocery stores here
0: that surprises me in in eastern oregon like that huh no are you well, um, you know, um,
5: technically we're in the city but
0: are, is is your county one of those uh join idaho counties yeah Oh, okay yeah. well maybe you'll get lucky and have that happen
5: <laughs> yeah
0: maybe all right thank you man
5: then blonde would have content with me yeah yeah, yeah.
0: appreciate it
1: <laughs> bye-bye <laughs> all right
0: kim is up next kim you there
1: hello hi kim hi how are you are you our base teacher yes i am hi girl
0: that's right i forgot hi. uh all, all right what what story do you have for us tonight
8: Uh, transgender children.
0: Okay. All right.
8: Um. Yeah. Sorry, blonde. It's not super (laughs) white pill topic. It's okay. Um. So, how? What can I do? And I guess I'm looking for answers to an extent. Um. So I over when I'm not teaching for the school year at the summer, over the summer I work at a a day camp with children, ages six to twelve. Um. Kind of stupid sometimes i need a break to a certain extent but i enjoy it um and so one like the first couple of years it's my fifth summer there a couple of years ago there was some kids i really connected really well with it was brother and sister and i've stayed in touch with them um ever since they left the program because they've aged out of it now And i found out this spring that the girl um started taking testosterone uh, soon, after 14th, soon after her 14th birthday
0: okay For fuck's sake
8: um, and I, I messaged her saying like, Hey, cause I usually, even though they left the program, they live really close by, they would stop by and say, hi, you know, catch up and to see them like once or twice a summer. Um, I said like, you should stop by and say hi sometimes. Like, I don't really feel comfortable doing that. Like with COVID and stuff. And I'm like, come on. Um, and I also knew that she'd gotten the vaccine cause her brother told me that. And then I eventually, I kind of pressed a little bit more and I asked like, you know, like, Hey, look, I know shaved your head i know that you're using you know they them or he him pronouns and then i said like i know you're taking testosterone and she flipped out at me um that i found out because that was like her place to tell and she was angry with her brother and she basically wait
0: just 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 so i understand the brother had told you that's how you found out
8: yes because i with both of them yeah um and he's actually pretty based um i was a little worried about him for a little bit but he's he's yeah he's pretty based um, I've actually tried getting to listen to the show. I don't know if he will or not. Um, yeah, pretty, <laughs> you're pretty gonna, based. You're
0: going to get fired for that recommendation, but uh, carry it's, on. it's not, it's
8: not, it's not through school. It's, it's yeah. different. The, my boss for that, he's, he's okay with it. Hmm. Um, so I like, she completely like pushed me out her life, and I want nothing to do with you. Um, so I don't really know like how else I can. Just
0: because of that? Because you knew about the testosterone?
8: Yes. Wow. And she would also know that I'm like, even though I didn't tell her. That this is a terrible thing you're ruining your life yeah, and I, yeah. Her, I still i still i exactly i told her i care for you but like you know i just want, I just want to listen like let's just talk about it she wouldn't even do that like because i think she knows how i feel about it um and so then this summer there's a another girl at camp who's 11 and towards the end of the summer like yeah last week, the summer camp they started you know saying like he him she's always been like a tomboy and I'm like, what's going on? And I heard from one of the other counselors that she started taking testosterone as an 11-year-old. And I'm like, what? And so I actually talked with her directly. And she's like, I'm not taking testosterone. I do want to use, like, he, him pronouns. I would eventually like to transition. And so I tried, like, telling her. So I have a friend, um, or an acquaintance, more so, a friend from high school, who's actually oh going for her doctorate in women and gender studies. Um,
1: <laughs> oh
8: i know it, things uh, that me. shouldn't
0: be things oh, i know okay.
8: exactly yeah and she's a lesbian and i had asked her on her opinion on transit like transitioning children um and she was actually kind of pushed back against it not for like morality reasons but because of medical reasons huh. um and so i like was able to share with like this 11 year old girl like you know i have this friend who's you know obviously very supportive of the lgbt community and all that bs um and <sighs> And said, like, you know, she has cautions because she has friends who transitioned and got, like, nerve damage and all this stuff. I was like, just be careful. I don't want to see you hurt yourself. And, like, if you want to talk with me, I'm always open to talking. Um, but, like, I'm, like, I said, it's over just over the summer. It ended. And so I, I don't know how to help these girls now that I don't have an avenue of communication with them. Yeah.
0: Well, that's um, that's, a, that's a really rough spot. I mean, it's a... Uh...
1: They're lost. It's lost. So it's you, the don't parents a, job you don't have. You don't
0: Yeah, you don't have an avenue for communication, and you don't have any kind of um, formal relationship with them.
8: So I would have an avenue for communication with like the one, the one girl, the one I've known longer because she's on social media, but she doesn't read my messages. Like she's blocked me, doesn't read it. I can send it, but she's not going to read it. Um, I still stay in touch with her brother. Like I, you know, I can have kind of work with him. I could possibly contact her parents. Like, do I want to burn the bridge that much to call her parents like, hey, look, I, you're you're doing a terrible job.
0: Well, I know. And that's the thing is uh, it, it's the same. This is along the lines of the questions that we talk about when say, what is the appropriate time for CPS intervention or other intervention into um, this sort of what, what many perceive to be child abuse, effectively. Yeah. And, and not Which just perceived totally to be like, yeah, is uh and
1: what about her brother does she listen to her brother
8: um not really like i've kind of tried to push him in like trying to get him to have more of an influence on her um but he doesn't really want to just like he
2: yeah
8: well
1: you did what you could could do i, I think that, you did all you
0: I, can do yeah i think honestly and i know this isn't a satisfying answer but i think you you just have to make yourself available but i don't know that you can push much harder than that um because of the nature of the relationships because it is the the domain of the parents because you may not even have a communication avenue in some of these cases uh and it, God, what a man. nightmare! I'm it sorry, really that pains sucks. me. To, I don't even like saying that because it, at the same time, like if I saw a child being abused by someone else, uh, am I supposed to say, well, that's really uh, none of my business? I shouldn't intervene. It, no, but you
1: would. You wouldn't take situations. To- to your, into your own hands, you would appeal to some kind of authority in a functional society. Like, if you saw yeah, sure. parents beating the shit out of their kids or, like, passed out from doing yeah. heroin, like, if you'd call CPS. You wouldn't, right. like, pull the parents out of the car and beat the crap out well, of them. Well, that's
8: my other option. I'm a mandated oh, reporter. Should I report And th- th- th-
1: I mean, they're not going to do fuck all about this.
8: I know, And that's, like, the thing is, I would consider it, but is it worth losing my teaching certification over something that's like not a good faith report, even though it is. Well, it is It's just there,
0: right right. on paper on the the, as a legal matter, it's not a good report as a, as a moral principle. It is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: But that's the trouble is those authorities are only operating on a, a legal level. Um, and that's their job. I suppose I, I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't fault them for that. That's, that's what their job is to do. But, man that got a lot of rough sp-
1: I, in terms of your moral obligation you fulfilled your moral obligation i
0: think I agree um yeah. I, I don't think that you should have a, any kind of weight on your conscience I think that the best that you can do is make yourself available to these kids and if they uh, seek your help then you're there to to offer that but beyond that man i just i just don't know that you can get much more forceful
1: one day she'll just, realize just, just, that she my, ruined her life. So, Yeah. It's like
8: the, the rage that I have right now for this is ridiculous. And it's like, I need to do something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what to do,
0: but uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, j- make yourself available, keep yourself available. I suppose there's nothing wrong with keeping in contact without being forceful about it. And perhaps, perhaps things change, um, in, in some time, you know, uh, one thing we know a, a lot, of, obviously kids of that age are going to change their perspectives on a lot of things very quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And perhaps that could happen sooner than you think too.
8: Yeah. So it's just, I'm just, I'm sick and tired of some people not doing anything, but that's know, a whole other whole other soapbox. So
0: I'm really sorry to hear it. And it's, uh, yeah, you know, we have so really many depressing. spots like this, whether it's the transgender stuff or it's uh, vaccine predicaments or all sorts of just moral backwardsness, if that's a word that, that is going on in our society right now. And, um, I really feel for you. I, I know that that's not a, a satisfying answer or a concrete step to take, but I, I, I admire that your, your heart and your thoughts are in the right place. And, um, and I, I trust that you'll, you'll reach the right decision.
8: Oh, well, if, uh, if Muslims take over, then I'll take them care of them in one way or the other, but <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, not really.
0: we, it's not yeah. far off. It's not far off. Yeah. The uh, Taliban takeover <laughs> might get you out of this one.
8: Yeah. Well, have a good right. evening. Yeah. You,
0: nice too.
1: With you guys again. Bye can. Take care. Bye. Oh man.
0: God, oh. I, I hate.
1: So depressed.
0: I hate giving answers like that because I f- like am if you just sit by allowing these moral wrongs to continue are you accepting a morally backward universe are you complicit in that way uh,
1: yeah but that's not what she did i mean if everybody did what, what she's doing then you know
0: that's true N- and no nobody can fight the entire world on their own you have to fight like what what
1: the fuck are these parents doing I know Uh, like well well, we have to respect her decisions no you don't it's a fucking kid you don't have to respect her decisions what a stupid thing to think
0: that is definitely definitionally not a parental role respecting the decisions of the child no you are guiding not just guiding the decisions of the child you're making the decisions for the child now that kind of goes on a gradient into their teen years but
1: that's hippie nonsense though do you remember um peekaboo street that skier
0: Yes, I haven't heard that name in years, but yes, I do.
1: Do you know her the origin of her name?
0: It's a terrible name, but I don't know the origin. No,
1: her parents let her name herself because they thought that it was her decision.
0: Well, at that least she would have to choose. Now, when she has to say her stupid name, she reminds herself that she's an idiot.
1: Well, yeah, that's probably uh, <laughs> what you would think every time you looked at your weird mutated penis from doing HRT when you were eleven.
0: Uh, well I suppose it is much more consequential than it is with a name you're right that you, I see the point that you're making it's your parents job to protect you from terrible decision making and yeah. I, I make fun of Peekaboo Street because she's an adult woman named Peekaboo but to your point she was not an adult woman named Peekaboo when the name Peekaboo was selected
1: yeah she was named Little Girl Street at birth
0: what the f- that's like on her birth certificate yeah oh my god
1: at age four, she was told she could change her name, and she liked Peekaboo.
0: Okay. Well, we, uh, we're going to have to – we've had so much to talk about. We're behind on time. We can take one more call, and then we're going to have to get to the email questions because we have so many of them. Uh, my mind has been wrapped up in so many different things tonight, so I was not efficient, but I appreciate you guys for uh, your patience. Michigan Expat, you there?
10: Good evening, Matt. You look well. Are you doing well?
0: uh as, as well as i can be given the state of uh you know all things politics and news but yeah uh we are you know personally we are so excited to uh welcome our baby boy anytime now so <gasps> personally all things are going all things are going well
10: as expected and yeah. as well as expected right and good evening blonde
1: hello hey
10: is anyone reminded how Has anyone reminded you tonight how beautiful you are my the first one
1: Oh, thank you. You're the first one, except for in the live chat. They've been very kind to me today. Mm.
10: Yeah, yeah. Let's 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 know the boys out there. You know, you have to you have to quote unquote remind your woman how good she looks. Not <laughs> say you, you, you look good. You look good today, and then and then she'll say, "Oh, well, what? You know, you don't think I look good other days?" So you know
1: that. No. Yeah,
0: today, you, yeah, you just yeah. omit that today part. You chop that off.
1: Yep. I always yeah. know when my husband grabs my butt, and so when he doesn't grab my butt, I'm like, <laughs> "What's <laughs> happening? Yes. What's going? Cl- Am I
10: <laughs> yeah. ugly?" Yeah, got to be careful. Yeah, you got care- yeah, to be careful how you word it. But then again, if your woman takes uh, offense at the drop of a hat, you really want her? <laughs> but uh, uh, well, so- d-
0: but lots. Well, if-
1: sometimes they get pregnant and then they get offended. Uh, they all take they-
0: offense at the drop of something. At, you know, that's that's kind of in in their nature.
10: What? Well, man, so <laughs> I- you're gonna get texted.
0: I- <laughs> no, but th- my my wife would agree with my wife is based on women. All right,
1: she is based on women.
0: Yes. Yeah.
10: <clears throat> But yeah, man, it's uh, last last week, uh, last 10 days, whatever, you know, beginning of the month, you know, I uh, well, let's just say I earned my immunity, honest, old fashioned, all natural way. You know, no, no, no needles required.
0: Yeah, that doesn't Uh, count, though. You can't prove natural immunity and get into a New York City restaurant. They don't give a shit about that, which we should
1: be wondering why they don't give a shit about that.
10: But yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, I, I lost my senses of smell and taste for about two days. And I was like, you know, when, when, am I, when, when am I getting it back? When I finally got it back, I was like, I was just like overjoyed. It's like, oh, wow, I can. Oh, taste yeah.
1: Again. I thought it was never um, going to come back. It was like six weeks for yeah. me. It was,
0: it was and that it was longer than that. Yeah, no, it was about that. But it was weird eating for, yeah, that whole time.
10: Yeah, I and oh, yeah, I forgot to mention this one. You know, I had a strange dream a week or two ago. You know, I was either back in high school or college in a writing class, and Ben Shapiro was a teacher's assistant. He offered to to, uh, proofread a short story I wrote, and uh, he ended up reading it aloud to the class's beat poetry.
0: Okay. I'm sure his voice doing beat poetry would be something to listen
10: to.
1: (laughs) Oh, God.
10: (laughs) <laughs> so yeah that, that, that was weird i mean when you consider especially i haven't watched the guy's content since like flipping gamergate or whatever of course that's same, what i like to truth. hear yeah this is the same the same this although the same is true with lauren southern i haven't i haven't watched her stuff in a while either um let's see what i else can't I get I'm my husband
1: about? off of ben shapiro it's, mm. it's causing marital problems <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> so yeah. he's he's an abused uh spouse just like i am
1: I don't know. It's like he, he likes him to to bring him an objective source of news. I'm like, what?
0: Mm. Uh, yeah. I, th- I think he does a good job breaking the news or uh, breaking down the news. You have to know, just like anybody, you have to know the blind spots and the no-go topics. <laughs> you have, to,
10: you have to know those. Yeah. I am just, I mean, I'm just having trouble just trying to turn my mom on to Tucker. I mean, my mom huh. is completely Stone Age. You know, she, she still watches all the, you know, the syndicated news, whatever. So, you know, trying to get, get her to watch something on the Internet is, like, you know, impossible. You know, she can't, you know, she can't figure out, you know, YouTube or whatever. But, I mean, just trying to turn her on to Tucker is uh, difficult. But, uh, but uh, just, you know, man, about the jabs, man, it's like, you know, when people are, when people are if people are going to get start getting kicked out of their jobs, I mean, they're not going to have a reason left not the protest. Yeah. So, honestly, I'm kind of I'm kind of about that. I mean, mm. you know, yeah, but that's you... what I
1: thought with the mask stuff. I'm like, people aren't mm. going to tolerate this shit, and then everybody just bent over and took it right oh, now. They
10: ass. loved it. They Ooh, loved I'm going to get yeah. a cute cat on my mask. Ooh, I know. My Ooh, mask. love to put glitter on that. that outfit. Ooh, yeah. yeah, yeah, but I think I think a lot of people are more what's the word? Uh, reticent to get jabbed with a needle than you think. And uh, like I said, you know. If, if we have medical professionals start disappearing, firefighters, maybe people don't care about police anymore. But medical <laughs> professionals, t- teachers, don't forget don't forget about teachers, firefighters, yeah. etc. If you have a if you have a lot of people in important professions disappearing because they don't want to get the jab, um, I think it's actually going to bode pretty well uh, for you know our end of the argument. You like, would think and, and- they'll just
1: find some fat disabled black tranny to Mm. fill in and then when my house burns down we'll all be incinerated because nobody could pull me out of the mic. well and as
10: they
0: as they do this booster garbage maybe more peel off to your point too I mean maybe people who were even previously vaccinated are saying okay there's a huge percentage of the vaccinated who thought okay I did my job I got my shot you said back to normal fuck this I'm not doing any more boosters I'm not doing any more masks I'm not doing any more nonsense it's done that's a big group of people and I don't think yeah. they're going to go along with being asked to take more shots on a semi-annual basis.
10: I mean, I don't know. It's like as far as the statistics on how many people have been vaccinated, I think those statistics are fudged much like a lot of the rest of the news. I don't Could think, be. certainly yeah. I, I, I don't I don't think as many people have been vaccinated as are saying I mean, I think they're trying to, uh, you know, they're, try, they're trying to get a, you know, whole, you know, monkey see monkey do kind of thing where, yeah. you know, ch- you know uh, peer pressure, you know, peer pressure, you know, trying to peer, trying to pressure uh, people into getting the jab by saying, you know, you know, half of the population's already gotten it already, et cetera. So, but I don't know. I I'm, you know, the people I talk to. I mean, a lot of people I talk to, you know, they're not going to get the jab, and you know, they're saying, you know, uh, you know, a jab mandate. You know, that's when people are going to start, you know, throwing down the gauntlet and I hope, you know, enough, enough is enough.
0: We we passed several certain gauntlets, in my view, though. I thought uh, no the, way the, people are doing true. that. Oh, look at them doing it. No way yeah. people are doing that, though. Oh, there they are. There uh, they so are. hopefully doing this it. is it. But um, we, we shall see. Anyway, we got to let you go, man. But um, but yeah, thank you. you. Yeah, thank you for your call. Thank you. All right. Um, thanks for the calls tonight, guys. Appreciate it. And thanks for patience with some of our more long winded conversations.
10: Long winded. I,
0: I hope they were worthwhile. And of course, if you're having trouble getting into the show or you'd like to participate in the show, but you can't do it live, you're welcome to send us an email question. Again, that's Matt com slash contact. There's a call in show form, call in show question form on the page. And that's how you submit your questions if you'd like. We have a bulk of questions tonight. So I think we're gonna have to stick to we tried to do this last week and I didn't stick to it. But let's stick to, I'll commit to it. We each get kind of one brief answer and then we move on. No follow ups tonight. OK. I'm sticking to it. All right. Jay says we will reach the point. Uh, will we reach the point where the truth can't be hidden anymore? I got a covid test and the nurse straight up said the vaccines. <laughs> the nurse said this, the vac. It's the vaccines. Uh, I, I, I don't know if I can read this on YouTube. The vaccines work excellently exactly as advertised and shown to be effective by the the cdc and the who wink wink if you get what i'm saying the nurse had some questions she does 150 tests a day recent uh, positives have been more from vaccinated individuals she recently sent an otherwise healthy vaccinated 24 year old with covid to the er she literally said she literally said the news is lying um, this is the opinion of only one nurse. Say whatever you need to. If you <laughs> want to read this question on air without getting a strike. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you you knew the spot you were putting me in, Jay. But uh, thank you for bearing. Will uh, with we reach me.
1: the point where the truth can't be hidden anymore? I, I don't know. I used to think like, yeah, surely, surely. But. What I've realized is that they don't care about the data. I'm not going to be able to reason my way out of this, no matter what the data says. Who who cares what the data says? They're not going to listen to it. And then um, side effects from the vaccines are just going to be covered up as as COVID side effects or whatever, and they're going to happen so far down the road that even people that get the vaccines are not going to connect the dots. Uh, Yeah,
0: I, I tend to agree with that perspective that the people who actually look at coronavirus data uh, are not the fear mongers. The people who love to put on their... The people who love to be afraid and wear the mask and display their virtue publicly and do everything they're told, they're not doing it because they went and looked at stats earlier that morning and they made a data-driven decision that the world is scary. They love thinking the world is scary because it gives them purpose and they love seeking security from other people. Yeah. So as long as this boogeyman... Is maintained as a boogeyman. Uh, we're going to keep seeing this, um, and I at at one at what point can't. The, uh, will the truth not be able to be hidden anymore? I think that as much as I hate acknowledging it, I think your point is right. That these fundamentally a core group of these people—they're not truth-driven people. Yeah, they love to live in this fantasy land because they think it gives their lives purpose for whatever reason.
1: So depressing. Thank you for that. Christian identity is fucking retarded," says. What's your opinion on objectivism? We can't answer this question.
0: <laughs> I, I'm actually not well read enough on Ayn Rand and objectivism to give a quality analysis. I can say on the we surface totally level, gave a,
1: you totally gave a quality analysis with that caller earlier, with bad Well, uh,
0: but objectivism and objective morality are different things, right? They're um, th- 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 this is when more of like the rational self interest type stuff.
1: Yes, I assume that's what. This they're is like to. Ayn
0: Rand philosophy, which I'm not uh, well versed enough in her philosophy. I was thinking to about
1: say, moral objectivism. Oh yeah,
0: okay. I, I, moral objectivism, big fan, big big fan. As we talked about earlier, the the philosophy of Ayn Rand. I'm not well versed enough to opine about, but in general, his own
1: happiness being the moral purpose of his life, the productive achievement as his noblest activity, and his and reason as his only absolute. Oh, so we must definition. be talking about, um, Ayn Rand. Hmm. I, for some reason was just thinking this was moral objectivism. Um, can you opine quickly with that definition?
0: Uh, that's kind of, even that's a little wordy for me to think about, but I know a little bit about the general concept of rational self-interest and all of the, I, I do agree generally that if we focused on taking care of our own world, um, our own person first, that things would get, uh, the things would generally be better, but that that's about, that's about as much as I can say on this because I don't, I don't have all the details. Not, not well read right enough on it.
1: Troubling focus on self. Um, I'd rather be speaking German. I'm, I'll take the spicy ones so that you don't have to. You know. <laughs> okay. Is children a goal that should be striven for at all cost? Um, I'm a white man, and the pool of compatible or available white women is depressingly small. I've occasionally toyed with the idea of miscegenation if I can't find a white girl who isn't a woke shithead. Impossible. But I can't shake the feeling that doing so would be to admit failure in achieving my biological imperative if mixed offspring is the best a man can do. Is genetic suicide a morally honorable choice? Wow. I mean, well, isn't the genetic suicide uh, not procreating?
2: I yeah, hate to probably. make an
1: argument for miscegenation here, but. You know, okay. but, but the, the 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 not having children is clearly the lesser of two evils in these situations.
0: I, I can't tell a person I'm not going to sit here and tell this guy that he's wrong in what he's looking for. That's up. That's up to him to decide. You know, I'm not going to make a judgment on that. Um, I but find I find it really
1: hard to believe you can't find a white woman. Like You can't. Can't
0: i would i would agree that uh, i would agree with the idea that that i think having children is a biologically driven purpose i think it's a a morally driven purpose and i just think it's part of a, a complete life that people should strive for um and you know for for whatever whatever version of perfection you have of that in your head you're perfectly entitled to just as the rest of us are for all i know My kid grows up to be a complete moron or a serial killer. Totally possible. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to shirk um, not only that moral obligation, but that experience of a complete human life to have that and to do that. So that would be that would be my answer on this.
1: Yeah, I don't think anybody's mad that there are like half Japanese, half Irish people running around. Like no one's mad about about that. Or for for example, a roaming millennial existing, whatever perfect combination of Asian heritage she
0: is. (laughs) I think it's up to him to decide what he's looking for in his partner and his offspring. I mean, he's entitled to that. But I I would hate for anyone to come to the conclusion that I just shouldn't because perfection in my view is unachievable.
1: I agree. Um, uh, hello dingers. Um, what would you think about IQ background checks similar to criminal background, criminal background or vaccine status ones? Could we improve elections by having a minimum IQ cutoff for voter? We can't do that. Logistically we'll need stupid people. Eventually
0: logistically. That's, that's very difficult, but also, um, I, I just don't like that as a, a voting criteria or criterion. Um, I'd be a fan of some sort of demonstration of skin in the game. You know, it's not whether you're smart or there are a lot of IQ smart people who vote incredibly stupidly. Yeah. Um, Part of that I think is because they don't necessarily have skin in the game, uh, whether that's property ownership, whether that's being part of a family, having children, investing in your community in any number of ways. Now, by contrast, you can be a person of totally average intelligence or even an idiot But still be a homeowner in that community with a great family, hugely productive and contributing a lot to that community. Um, Don't get me wrong. We have (laughs) we have a big problem of lots and lots of dummies voting. (laughs) I'm not I'm not dismissing that point. I just IQ would not be for logistical and moral reasons. That would not be my pick on assigning voting rights.
1: It also doesn't mean it doesn't take into account emotional IQ. And like, I don't care if somebody that is that agrees with me f- philosophically has poor spatial reasoning or some shit. I don't care.
0: And there are a lot of smart chicks. And clearly we can't uh we can't let them, you know, exercise their 19th Amendment rights. That's a problem. I'm with you. Okay. <laughs> uh, the international uh, which one. Oh, Matt and Matt and Biden made love. Is that the next one?
1: Yeah, I deleted a bunch. It's okay.
0: It seems a consensus that capitalism is far from a perfect economic system, but it's the best one we have so far. If capitalism is overall a good system with some flaws, uh, would it be fair to say that socialism is an overall bad system with some redeeming qualities? If so, what would those redeeming qualities be and could they plug the holes in capitalism's foundation? You want to go first?
1: No. Let me reread this while you're going.
0: I don't I don't view socialism as having redeeming qualities. Uh, I also don't necessarily view capitalism as having, uh, I wouldn't, I mean, what is perfection in a human context? So capitalism is both the morally best system that we have and the practically best one. But I don't like to, I'm actually unsatisfied with the idea of, oh, it just produces the most wealth and the coolest stuff, though that is very important. Why does it, though? And it's because of its recognition of the moral truth that uh, is the moral truth of property rights and respect for those property rights. That's at the core of capitalism. And the second that we start deciding that we have a right to steal from somebody else in some sort of centralized fashion to provide for other people, you've you've created a moral wrong there that has those practical consequences where you don't have a lot of wealth and you don't have invention of cool shit. So they're, they're kind of, uh, the, the, the flaws and the benefits, in the moral and practical sense are intertwined there. But I, what could I say positively about socialism? Um, <laughs> it, it, the people who want it think they mean well. But I don't care about that. I don't think that that's beneficial. I don't want that.
1: It encourages a high trust society.
0: Or is it the product of like if it can succeed, it it requires a a high trust, a high trust and kind of small scale society. Like it might work in your town or your basically your extended family. But does it work with that guy over there that you don't know and don't care about?
1: That's true. Or, you know, black people.
0: <clears throat> <clears throat> okay. Um, Thanks the, for the Susan bait.
1: <laughs> the international. That is the next one, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, is it ever morally justified to violate one's own moral principles to achieve a greater moral aim? Oh, we love this question. Ah. If all cards are stacked against you when you play by the rules, but you are a surefire where to pull the rug out from under the bad guys, if you're willing to break them, are you still the good guy if you choose to do so even just once? Yeah, if you have to win and then the the cost is is your society crumbling and everybody dying or being overtaken by communists and you have to defeat them using dirty dirty tactics but you only <laughs> do it once and you're able to pull it back uh you're still a good guy it's fine it's
0: okay. Well, it's I I can I can understand what you're saying, which is, listen, we had to get down in the mud to build a a new system or society on the other side that actually maintained these moral principles and upheld them appropriately. And I suppose there are circumstances where that may actually be necessary or effective if only from a pure survival perspective, but that is a very dangerous game to play and almost nobody succeeds in that. I'm going to use bad guy tactics to become the good guy very rarely achieved. In fact, I can't think of a great example off the top of my head of someone bad guying his way to being a good morally square person. We'll I'm be open the to
1: first. Th- it just hasn't been done properly.
0: Um, in general, I, I, I wouldn't say never because there, there are circumstances um, where maybe you have to bend something to achieve a a bigger end. But in general, if, if you are morally flexible um, at least to a, a, a at least to a um well a bad extent i suppose that's going to lead you to become a bad person
1: lead you to maybe well
0: that's how you become one if if you don't actually adhere to any kind of moral principle or moral structure
1: no no you, become you have mankind. a moral structure that you compromise for the sole purpose of winning it pains you to compromise it you have guilt you have remorse but you do it so that worse people don't take over yeah do it.
0: And how do you judge the ones that are worth winning? Is it only pure survival or is it?
1: It's I think we got to be in a survival situation.
0: It's very slippery. That's a very, very slippery.
1: Slope. Well, you'd rather die with your principles.
0: Well, what I'm saying is I'm going to stick to what I believe to be the moral truth as much as possible. And as a um as an overriding rule.
1: And so I would just sell out like two days before you would. And eventually you would
0: well I, I there are I, I'm not saying never it's just I think it's very dangerous to think I'm gonna bad guy my way to being a good guy it's not commonly done
1: I believe that you could do something terrible and then pull it back and be good again you it's can possible. do it you're gonna save us
0: <laughs> I wouldn't count on it I'll be uh, on I'll be you know a uh, folded hamburger style over that sword going <laughs> at least I had my <laughs> principles uh. I mean I will that's me believe me i, I the The philosophy is not lost on me. People like to say, like, you'll be the guy dead on the spike or the pike saying that. I understand. Yeah,
1: but I don't think you would. I think if push came to shove, you'd be blowing heads off.
0: uh, Well, defensively, Susan, yeah, I I suppose. But uh, you have to be prepared to do that for your own survival. But even that is a moral. That's because of a moral truth. Everyone has the right to their own self-defense and their survival.
1: However, you um, have to get there. That's fine. Just get there; you'll be
0: fine. I have to. I have to leave this one hanging because we said we'd be quick. Okay. Even though I, I think this question's interesting. Obviously, uh, your uh, the next one. Oh, uh, I'm on the next one, right? Mm-hmm. I can't read this. This is one of those weird German ones. Friar von Kresenstein. We'll go with that. Out of curiosity, how do you feel about the withdrawal? I don't remember if you said your brother had served uh, in Afghanistan or not, but I'm a bit torn. On one hand, we should have never been there, but I'm glad we are getting out completely. On the other hand, we were there. We spent billions, if not trillions of dollars to drive them out once. Lost American lives, thousands of wounded, years of labor, and uh, the sacrifice of men, and now completely and utterly down the drain for what? Um I guess I'll take this one first. We talked about it a little bit on Sunday. It's admittedly difficult for me to talk about for personal reasons. Um, my my brother was blown up by Afghan IED outside of Kandahar. All right, like there are pieces of my brother still in that valley, and the guys who died along with him that day. So it's very I'm very personally invested in what happened there. Um, that said, though, do I feel like our foreign policy? or our taxation or, or, or the costs that we pay to maintain a presence there has to go on because of the sacrifice that my brother made or the guys with him that day or anything like that. No, not necessarily. I mean, personally to me, I don't view in my mind, the value of what my brother did and my, my military buddies I know who, some of whom are kind of bummed about how this went. The the absolute nonsense of the display that we just watched has does not assign any value to uh, my brother's life or what my friends did over there. I just don't look at it that way. I admire what they all did, regardless of the impromptu skydiving that happened at the Kabul airport. And I know it's not the same for everybody. Like, to me, those are just emotionally divorced things. And yeah. I don't think yeah. that we're helping our country by being there. I don't think that we should be there in any significant sense. But that doesn't mean that I don't admire the, the risk-taking and the adventure and the bravery that my brother put up in doing that. Right. And by the way, part, part of the reason I, I divorced those is it's not, like, for my brother, it was an adventure thing. And I know it is for a lot of guys. It, it wasn't the politics or even, like, 9-11 revenge or something like that. It's just my brother was an adventurist. He wanted to jump out of planes. My brother wanted to live dangerously. Mm-hmm. That's who he was. So I don't, I don't take this. Uh, what, what happened to be like some betrayal of him. Some people might, and, and they're entitled to that. I, I don't necessarily, but the, knowing my brother, um, I, I, I have full faith that somewhere he is watching what happened at the Kabul airport. And he's frankly laughing because that's the most Afghanistan shit. Trust me. He'd seen some Afghanistan shit. Told me about it. Like my brother witnessed a suicide bombing. All right. Like oh, a guy's God. scalp is sitting over there and like pictures of legs in boots. And the rest of the guy is who, who knows where like my brother had seen some shit, but this the sites that we saw at the Kabul airport. I guarantee he would. As as disgusting and horrible as they are, he, he would, he'd laugh and say that's the most Afghanistan shit he'd ever seen.
1: Yeah, totally. I mean, so, I think that we we endow all of this um, moral obligation on on veterans when a lot of them went for uh, less. Um, <sighs> I don't want to say less moral reasons, but more practical reasons for economic reasons, a yeah. thirst for adventure, because they were really young and they lacked direction in their life. Like, not everybody went because they were like, "I want to protect America." Um, yeah. And so, I'm also able to divorce these things, although I didn't make nearly the sacrifice that you did.
0: Well, but but your family. I don't mean to get too personal, so if I cross any lines, just oh, tell me. Um, but your family. I mean your. You made your own sacrifices and that you were away from your husband at a very crucial point in your life for the same reason. And you tell me, do you feel like the the disgrace that we just watched over the last week? Does that that make you look differently at your husband's service or at his uh, deployment or any of that?
1: I am resentful. To the government and the military i'm, I'm a bad military wife hmm. but i'm resentful to them because it has really laid bare that they don't care about their soldiers they don't care about the families of their soldiers hmm. and that a lot of our foreign conflict is is arbitrary it's arbitrary and i was lucky that nothing happened to him and that he came back in one piece and that everything was fine um but it was a year of just constant worry i was constantly worried yeah. uh, and it's like people lost their lives people lost their limbs um and and for what and and but i do have to say we have been in this sunk cost fallacy for at least 15 years yeah we just keep investing thinking it's going to change things, and, and I understand how that happens because it's happened to me in relationships before, yeah, <laughs> and you just lose time and and energy and stuff, but like w- getting out of there, I don't really see a situation where we could have instilled a, a government that that hadn't already made deals with the Taliban, like one way or another, no matter how botched this was, uh, we were not going to erect democracy in Afghanistan. It was never going to happen. yeah. Uh, so I guess short answer
0: is, is no, uh, to answer the, the first part of the question, how do you feel about getting out of there in general? I'm in favor of, in of favor of it, reducing yeah. our presence, not just in Afghanistan, but around the world. I think that we've got too many tentacles in too many places. That's my yeah. personal view. And I know the other side of the argument that you need to, if you don't, if you don't fight them there, you're going to fight them here and all that.
1: I reject that.
0: And I I just don't think that that the American taxpayer or the next generation of soldiers has to go over there and do that to give meaning to what my brother did, because that's not that's not what gave meaning to my brother's life. It is who he is and, and who he was. And I have no he wouldn't regret going over. That's the happiest he's ever been was actually in Afghanistan. Like that's who he was supposed to be. Um,
1: and I'm sure he wouldn't advocate for more loss of life to validate no, I, his decisions. I don't, I'm sure he wouldn't want
0: that. I don't think so. So, you know, uh, it, 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 I don't think that, that, that the U.S. foreign policy owes um, families that have paid a cost into this. It's just it is what it is. And if it's this is not benefiting. devastating,
1: the- though, and it's it's very, very sad. It's very sad uh
0: yeah and I understand why people i understand why there are a lot of uh military families and veterans who feel more anger about this than i do like i i feel when i when we watch the stuff at the at the Kabul airport I feel anger on behalf of my country it's not it's not that personal for me though I don't feel anger on behalf of my family
1: mm-hmm. I feel like
0: anger on behalf of our country though yeah um yeah but again it's just it's just 'cause the value of my brother's life is, is inherent to me and to my family. Joe Biden doesn't give my brother's value life. I I don't give a shit what Joe Biden's policies. are. That that does not matter how I look in terms of how I look at my brother's life.
1: And that's what Wade, I mean, I don't know, but I think that that's probably what Wade would want. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, (laughs) you have to, there are certain industries in which you have to have like a sick, dark ability to laugh at weird shit. And that's who my brother was. I guarantee that when I watch these scenes, I can hear him and see him laughing in my head. That's how he would have reacted to that stuff. I I know yeah. it. I, I can, you know, <laughs> years later, I can still hear it. Uh, so
1: to keep weight alive, we need to laugh at suffering Afghans flying off of. Everybody
0: <laughs> you know, there's a picture of my brother. Maybe in the I wind. Should, because when I, when I talked about this with Alison Morrow, it's very c- serious and, and, respectful and all because it had to be, but there's so many pieces of that Afghanistan experience that are like comical in that way. There's a picture of my brother. Uh, I can't remember. I think the picture is with this person. Anyway, one of the stories he would, one of the stories he told me um, in Afghanistan, they all live in these mud huts, you know, and uh, they have, uh, well, the, the, the average IQ in Afghanistan is not very high generally, but they, they have, (laughs) there's a mud hut with an actual mentally challenged member of the family in the mud hut. And he's just chained. He's chained like a dog, like shackled by his foot outside of his mud hut. And this is the society that we're talking about, you know? So I I guess that's kind of the perspective. I look at this too, is like, if I was ever expecting Afghanistan to validate my brother's life, that was a fool's errand. To yeah. Begin with. Like <laughs> they chain their retarded kids up to their mud huts. OK. Yeah. Yeah. They literally uh, I mean, the things they do in caves, as I mentioned, uh, unspeakable. So <laughs> Afghanistan does not validate his life.
1: That's true. That's a good point um moldy cox that's not a great transition says <laughs> yeah uh what I is mean, a day in the so life of holy
0: shit i Matt
1: christensen <laughs> and blonde like uh seriously okay i i wake up and i read the news and i drink coffee i usually see my friends once a day and i just play with my kid and keep her alive mm. all day that's what i do i hang out with my parents who live nearby uh and then i cook a big dinner every night
0: Uh, I'm very you'll be shocked to learn I'm very structured very routine so I I, it's not that every day is the same but my week is very planned out and my week is basically the same every time so it's a mix of making videos um, doing hangouts with listeners of the channel
1: that too or supporters
0: of the channel doing the streams and then I have to make sure that I have time to be outside or be active Um, I, I make time for physical activity basically every single day because i lose my mind if i sit around too much oh so, yeah
1: i work out a lot
0: but for me it's like it's not just those things that that it's that these things are done at this time that's yeah. just who i am
1: yep yeah, yeah for real I, I work out at noon that's the best time for me to work out do you work yeah. out in morning or night
0: uh usually i go to uh 5 30 classes down at the gym am no, PM. I'm, oh, not, I'm not an early okay. morning workout person. That's okay. supposed to be very good for you, but not I bad. can't. No. I'm not quite that disciplined where I'm up before sunrise working out.
1: Well, but, that part of your life is over anyway. So yeah, once the baby comes, yeah, it's, it's gone. never going to be that guy. Um, Josh M., do you think term limits for elected representatives should come first or term limits for unelected federal employees? It seems like people should have more power and bureaucracy should have less. And I think term limits for representatives without major curtailment of bureaucratic power would mm. be a mistake. That's interesting. I, 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 before I read your follow-up, I would have said term limits for elected representatives. Well, that
0: that is – I've never thought of of term limits for bureaucrats. And maybe that's actually more key because the other side of term limits for elected representatives is, hey, maybe the states, states should be it, – it's the states' rights to send who they want to Washington to represent them. It's not really Washington's business to tell them you can't send this person even if this person's been there for 20, yeah. 30 years and so the other point here, the people that are entrenched in the bureaucracy, nobody picked them except for like some guy 40 years ago and they just hung yeah. around, but the people didn't pick them. So actually I'm more on the bureaucracy point. I hadn't thought of this, but maybe that's what we need. Employment, mandatory employment ter- severance from the federal government at a certain stage. Mm-hmm. But then again, would that make them more competent or less competent?
1: <laughs> I, don't know. I guess
0: they can't get a lot. A lot less. Hmm. Uh, ben Chiti- ben Shitiro. I like it. Hey gang, <laughs> if the NFA right. was repealed in its entirety tomorrow, what would your first three new weapons purchases be, and why? Genuinely curious. I Not can't even fe- answer this. This uh, is a good question. I don't know if I. Uh, that's a that's a trap question, um but the NFA is the is federal law that governs. um uh, machine guns, uh, short-barreled rifles, short-barreled shotguns, suppressors, all that kind of stuff, uh, regulates them heavily. Um, I would, uh, well, in this hypothetical where, the, where federal law no longer applied, I would be following federal law. I would, uh, I'd probably have a suppressor on every firearm. I, 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 honestly, I take no joy in the loudness of shooting guns. I, I actually don't like that at all. I don't like it for my own comfort. Um, but I don't like being noisy for people in the area either. So that would actually be the biggest priority to me. I'm sure full auto is fun. I've never actually shot full auto. I'm sure it's fun, but that's less interesting to me because it. I just. I. You know. It's. It's less practically useful than the suppressors yeah. for for my purposes at least, um, and. Well, I don't know. I guess what three things would I do? I'd put I'd get three suppressors on various rifles and various handguns, too.
1: I can't answer. I'm not um, well versed enough in firearms. to answer this. Uh, Rick says with thousands of Americans still stranded in Afghanistan, Biden has to be praying the Taliban allows them to leave. What do you think the odds are that Biden is readying pallets of cash <laughs> for shipment to Kabul before? I don't know. Videos start coming out of female State Department workers being gruesomely violated. I don't know. I think this is a, a new and moderate Taliban. Hmm. JK. This
0: is this is a cool Taliban as we've been talking about.
1: I don't think Biden cares. I think he's just he, he's just going to blame everything on Trump.
0: I also don't think the Taliban would care that much about cash offers. I think yeah. say what you will about the Taliban, and again, I will emphasize in light of tonight's conversation, they're <laughs> bad guys. I don't want to live with them. They seem like they suck.
1: They'd behead me really fast. Yeah, I'm aware.
0: Uh, but I. I will, uh, they don't seem like they're driven by much other than their faith and interpretation in fundamentalist Islam. And I don't know that you can really buy that off of them. I don't think that they'd sacrifice their implementation of Islamic law for cash. In fact, I think they'd view that as highly immoral.
1: Yeah. 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 I agree with you.
0: Wit what, Uh, wit what, wit what, uh, how would you envision a hypothetical war with China? And the immediate outcomes, whether we win or lose, um, I w- I would expect more like digital warfare stuff, like taking yes. things, attacking things digitally, not like f- f- soldier to soldier fighting.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, I think there would be more uh, financial and economic domination. Hmm. Um, the kitchen saying, do you think that bro vets like Matt Best, Dan Red Flag, Crenshaw or Dakota Meyer who serve overseas come back hating two A for citizens got uh, so used to associating any gun in the hands of someone not in uniform as a threat that they project that onto U.S. citizens, mm. um, perhaps. But I think it it more has to do with uh, them wanting control of the populace. But that might be the same for the same reason that they project this incompetence onto the to the regular people.
0: I don't know enough about the views of those individuals to. to- say what might motivate them or not, but on the, on the broad themes here, um, could seeing people with guns, threatening you influence your views on whether people should have guns, period. I suppose. I mean, and again, I don't, I don't know specifically what they're saying, but anybody who goes through hell overseas to preserve the values uh, that this country is designed to uphold. Um, I don't know. It's like, well, why, why did you go through all of that? Then you want to talk about, you want to talk about things that make me sad in light of what happened with my brother and stuff. It's not necessarily like Afghanistan crumbling or Afghanistan becoming what it is. And I, I feel a lot worse for, the values that we're supposed to protect in this country. Because that's, right. that's more strictly yeah. our business, you know? Yes.
1: I I agree. Um, Brett. Brett. Yeah. I was recently debating uh, with a friend who said that America has a moral obligation to the women of Afghanistan. I said that the American government only has an obligation to American citizens because they are the only ones who are engaged in a social contract with their government. I compare this to the special obligation that parents have to their own children in particular. My friend responded that it is also immoral and for, for financially capable parents to refuse to help or care for another family's child in need. I know that fundamentally, I fundamentally disagree with that Mm. position, but I can't articulate exactly why. Probably because I can't pin down which relationships necessarily require a moral obligation of help. What are your thoughts on this? Um, This is kind of something I get hung up with on Christianity, but there is a, a hierarchy of responsibility that because we are not a communist society, we have to adopt. That's a. That's that's socialist thinking, thinking that the the child of your neighbor is also your child. That's fucking retarded. I don't even know how people can believe that.
0: There's got to be a limit on this principle too. Where you you have a if you're financially capable, you have a moral obligation to care for another family's child in need. Period. That's what's stated there. That is okay. That's the whole world. That means you give away every cent to the point that you've now compromised your ability to take care of your own kids. And this this kind of brings us back to to the philosophy we we're talking about earlier self-interest and and um and and whether that's actually beneficial or not um i i do think that people should feel an obligation to uh help those they know help those in their community build the best space around you that mm-hmm. you possibly can because if everybody does that to the best of their ability the whole world becomes an awesome place but if you think that you are going to single-handedly save the world by bankrupting yourself and giving it to strangers, um, that's not going to work. That's delusional. The the problem there, too, is if those people don't know you and don't have a connection to you, they don't really feel indebted to you either.
1: Yeah, so they're not going to pay it back in any way.
0: Yeah, that's part of the problem with um, having the big, faceless federal government hand out money is – when, some, when the church in your community or someone in your community physically hands you cash or a check or helps you when you are in need, you remember that. And you see yeah. those people around your town and you feel a debt to them and you're grateful to them. When a faceless government a thousand miles away cuts you a check, you don't give a shit. You don't know where that money came from. Yeah, well, Spend it on whatever you want. So I, I might be able to agree with the take that, that was presented there in the context of, say, your community. Like there are children starving in your community and you are a person who's done well for yourself so maybe you want to think about making a donation or otherwise helping the people there 100 like build build the best community around you that you can do i have an obligation to the starving children of afghanistan i mean it i can help them if i want but am i a moral failure if i don't i can't agree to that premise
1: Also, that's going to create a dysgenic response where poor people that can't maintain their own families continue to have massive amounts of children at the expense of wealthy families that have like two kids. Yeah. It's like, no, if you have excess money, have more children and then you Uh, won't have excess money. Our only
0: obligation to Afghanistan that I see is that we messed it up pretty good. You know, like that creates an obligation. But if it in a world where Afghanistan was just itself and we never intervened. I don't. I don't feel like I have a moral no obligation, obligation to the children yeah. suffering there. Mm-mm. I might choose to help them, but I'm not a moral failure if I don't. I can't agree with right. that premise. Uh, not gay bearing, our friendly call screener. So ever since January 6th, Democrats have been insisting that a group of people armed with pretty much only flagpoles somehow over, almost overthrew the government. America was almost lost, or uh, was almost lost to a dude dressed as a minotaur, uh, a guy stealing a podium, and some schmuck. Sitting in Nancy Pelosi's office. In the past week, the, Tal- the Taliban actually overthrew a government. They have taken control of Kabul and it seems like they're going to kill people. What's crazy is there have been people comparing the two events. Is it just me or? Uh, Do those sorts of claims make America look incredibly weak? I was responding to Michael Moore on Twitter who said, yeah, the Afghanistan has their Taliban and we have ours. And he posted a picture of the Taliban in the presidential palace in Kabul and Viking man walking through Congress as though these were comparable events in any way.
1: Of course, it makes us look weak. We are weak.
0: The Taliban's had sweet. The Taliban guys had sweet AKs. Nobody in the picture at the Capitol was armed.
1: I know. God. Yeah. Clank supremacist. Um, which are your favorite presidents in American history and why mine would have to be Theodore Roosevelt. Um, Calvin Coolidge, because he's famous for nothing. Cause he literally did nothing. It's the president's job to do nothing. Thank you, Calvin Coolidge.
0: Uh, big fan of, uh, Thomas Jefferson. Oh, well, I do Thomas Jefferson's thinking. I, I'm not a presidential historian on all the things that he did. So I shouldn't say I'm a fan of his presidency, but I'm a fan of his thinking at least. Um, Madison, uh, Madison, I suppose is the primary author of the constitution. That's cool. But other than that, I don't know. Presidents presidency. I I'm, uh, I'm not that interested in, I suppose. Like I don't, I don't think, I don't think about ranking them or prioritizing which guy did the best job or not in general. I'm with you. I want them to do the least Uh, I want them to basically protect the country on an international scale. And other than that, leave us the hell alone. Yeah. But that's not how they're ranked by historians. Mm. Uh, Hockey fanatic. You're up. Uh, Hey, Matt and Blonde, it's becoming more and more disheartening to me to watch conservatives act all tinfoily when it comes to conspiracies and effectiveness around the vaccine. I don't support mask or vaccine mandates, but believe um, people should get vaccinated since essentially all major hospitalizations and deaths are from unvaccinated people, even long term complications for uh, from younger ones. I believe conservative principles of have it, but hope to never use it keeps the family healthier and stronger together and feel patriotic that America developed the most effective vaccines that everyone wants from us. Do you, do you agree uh, with those or have different perspective? Keep up the great work. Well, I agree. I agree with the broad themes that uh, we shouldn't be mandating these things on people. I'm not sure I share the same assessment of the vaccine, but I but you're perfectly entitled to your own risk assessment. as long as we agree that individuals are entitled to their own risk assessments, that's really the most important thing. And your personal decisions, whether I agree or not, we can have that discussion, but it's secondary to who gets to make those decisions. If we agree on that question, we can at least share a country and get along.
1: I reject this, this entire premise that, um, that the people that are dying are vaccinated All major hospitalizations or deaths are from unvaccinated people. That's patently untrue. And long-term complications. I don't think any young people are facing long-term complications. Even having had coronavirus, in the absence of public information about coronavirus, none of us would have any fucking idea that this was even happening. No one would know anything was going on in society. No one. Yeah,
0: sure. I mean, let's say it literally is just the flu, bro. Yeah. Um, People will make their own risk assessments and get the flu vaccine or not. I mean, in the same way I don't personally get the flu vaccine, I, I don't have any disdain for people who decide they want to as long as you're not coming to me and trying to force it upon me.
1: I think the real patriots are the people that are getting coronavirus and they're just going about their damn business, getting on airplanes and licking doorknobs.
0: The, the real patriots are the ones spreading it deliberately.
1: Yes. Isn't that <laughs> what it's, we it's, need to be doing? And it's
0: in service to herd immunity, natural immunity, which, seriously speaking, there's some evidence to say that natural immunity is more durable than the vaccine immunity. Or How many vaccine. old
1: people did I save by getting on a plane when I knew I had coronavirus?
0: <laughs> Thank you for the thoughts. And Incompetent.
1: It, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I
0: just I I. I want to acknowledge and be refreshed by people who still hold the belief of, um, yeah, I I maybe think this or believe this a little bit different from you, but I respect your right to make that decision. Respecting the right to make a decision is a lost value, a lost art from the supposed pro-choice crowd. Whatever.
1: That dude would report me to, to the Gestapo for not getting vaccinated in a year.
0: I don't think so. Not based on that question. There's nothing he said in that question that would indicate that he doesn't He'll believe get there. he said he doesn't. Be, well, the the vaccine will have programmed him to get there.
1: Yeah, but exactly. he doesn't believe
0: in mandates. You know, I, I I will not. I don't want to become a mirror image of the other side. I, I I so hate being accosted for my choices over the last year that I will not become a mirror image and accost someone simply for the choices they made without any demonstration that they're trying to force them upon he
1: did express that we have a moral obligation to get vaccinated though uh
0: sure i think that there are all sorts of moral obligations people have that don't require the intervention of the state i think you have a moral obligation not to be an alcoholic for example yeah Yeah. um but do i think that the state should round up everyone who maybe drinks a little bit too much and force them into a rehab program it's probably be a little overkill
1: Probably would have helped me, though.
0: (laughs) Well, maybe. Speak for Um, yourself, I suppose. Yeah,
1: really. Uh, Incompetent hands. Can a well-placed verbal backhand wake up normies? I recently did this at work and was surprised at the response. Blonde will say that the lines have been drawn, but utilizing the dull masses is in order. You don't know what I would say. That's exactly what I would have said. though. Mm. Matt will agree that certain arguments are beneath us, but so is manipulation. Everyone is mad, so let's turn their indignation righteous. Merge Mm. Matt's open hand with Blonde's sharp tongue. (laughs) Does DHS calling us terrorists change your opinion? on the need for backup or does the fall of Afghanistan make you think people will return to the status quo? No, what coronavirus has taught me is that we are not going to force people into the status quo. I don't have any faith in, um, other people at this point in time. (laughs) I really don't.
0: I think that it, it really depends on the person. Um, do I think that, that some people respond and change behavior in response to social pressure or, um, or shame or other tactics like that that i am much more averse to absolutely they exist you might say predominantly women in fact i think women respond to that sort of pushing a lot more than men do and that's maybe part of the disconnect between our two approaches on what the best conversion strategy is for me i've never been persuaded by someone who tries to get in my who tries to Um, own me in that way or smack me in that like that makes me hate you and resist you even more the people that have changed my mind came to me with an assumption of good intentions and presented me with arguments i couldn't refute that has its place too i think they're actually kind of different tools different tools that apply to different different circumstances and believe me i i'm always going to try to persuade people by getting them to think through their own perspectives. But that doesn't mean that I don't have a safe full of backup tools for when that doesn't work out, you know, metaphorically and literally Susan.
1: That's true. um, And then my shaming tactics are going to work differently on a man than your shaming tactics on a man. That's because I can emasculate a man, but he would just want to kick your ass, but he'll feel sorry about who he is if I do it.
0: Yeah. He's, he's probably not going to punch you in the face. Probably.
1: Um, Patrick. Hey, guys. My boss started out being totally fine with me choosing not to get vaccinated but is getting progressively more insistent about the jab. Company policy says they can't require it from me, though, so that's plus. Wanted to see if y'all have any recommendations for really comprehensive non-fear porn videos and articles about the Rona so that I can be prepared next time when they bring it up. Uh, What Mm. about that guy who spoke recently at the – at the it wasn't a teacher's conference the school board meeting help me out live chat i just watched him? this like matt two days walsh ago.
0: or are you talking no. about something else
1: matt the matt walsh one was good though hmm. what was his name help me out guys uh that one was good um can you think of anything
0: well i we get kind of a variation of this question frequently or at least I do in my inbox and for questions for the show of what are some articles or what are some studies or what are some videos I can show people and I'm not saying that can't be effective perhaps it can I just I don't like the premise because it's not it's it's skirting the heart of the issue the heart of the issue is are you a person with a right to choose for yourself based on whatever criteria you want or aren't you yeah it's not you don't have to demonstrate scientific certainty that your decision is correct for someone to respect your decision and the more we get away from what we were just talking about where even if i think your decision is dumb i respect your personal autonomy enough right. to allow you to make it that's what we have to get back to and so i just i don't like to go at it that way and maybe you're talking to a person who is like a robot who says whatever the science says i will follow show me the science and i will do it maybe those people exist for me, it's like for 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 all of us to get along and interact as humans, there has to be a certain baseline level of respect for my decision making and my autonomy, regardless of whether you agree with me or not. Even if you think I'm a complete moron, yeah. you have to allow me the freedom to make moronic decisions and yes, suffer the consequences <laughs> for those moronic decisions. Yep. That's how I would go at it. I just so I just reject the premise. But
1: um, thank you, live chat. It's the Mount Vernon School Board meeting with Dr. Daniel Stock. Stock. Daniel Stock. Thank mm. you for that. Uh, last I'm one. And let's get to the super chats. It's JT Goldfish. So I already feel like serving one tour in Afghanistan was pointless. Mm. I hate being for my service because I did not do squats. So what's going on now doesn't help me feel any better. So I'd like to know why nobody's talking about the Taliban potentially being Afghanistan's founding fathers. They're the ones fighting Ooh. for their country. That's a hot take. Um, I mean, we did briefly mention that we I will separate my opinion entirely from you on this one because it's such a spicy subject. But if we truly are going to be advocates of some something that resembles democracy in other nations, then we have to, as a people, entertain that these might be as a whole stone age, low IQ motherfuckers that need a brutal, uh, you know, a brutal rule and that they will always default to something of that nature. Like always, this might be their democracy that they might be the founding fathers of Afghanistan. We have to think about that.
0: Well, this, this goes to what I was just talking about in a way, which is, um, you have to give someone the autonomy they're entitled to, to make decisions for themselves. Now this is more complicated because it comes with hideous abuse of others. (laughs) All right. Yes. This is not just like I want to wear a red T-shirt and you told me to wear a blue one. Mm-hmm. This is uh, torture and abuse of other peoples and of other people in an objectively wrong way. Um, so maybe it's foolish to sit back and allow that sort of immorality to continue. Talked about this last week too. If we're going to take a stance that we can't allow that kind of immorality anywhere in the world, <laughs> we're going to probably become stretched so thin that we can't recognize and combat immorality here in our own country which is its own issue i i don't um well if i think of afghanistan just like i think of a person with a problem whether they abuse themselves with alcohol or even if they potentially abuse others in any number of ways um, i will stop them if they start abusing other people they start going to other countries and violating their rights like in the same way, if I have a moron friend who beats people up outside of bars, that merits intervention. But yeah. can I really stop my moron friend from going to the bar to drink himself into an early grave? I might have some conversations about it, but at the end of the day, I respect his autonomy and his decision making, mm-hmm. even if yeah. I think what he's doing is a moral wrong. It's kind of the same philosophy with which I view our our place in the world and how we ought to conduct ourselves internationally. Yeah, um, You might be... In this case, it's complicated, too, because is a country, an individual in my metaphor there. A country is an individual. Mm-hmm. But Afghanistan, of course, is many individual people within it who abuse each other. Yeah. Whereas my friend at the bar is a guy abusing himself. Anyway, I'm talking myself in knots because we're at that point. in. The- <laughs> but I, I guess what I'm saying is that it is a high priority to me to value the autonomy of a country to do things that I think are awful. Within it, I, I'm, that's going to be taken out of context, I suppose.
1: I don't know. Um, I understand what you're saying.
0: The sovereign, we have to respect sovereign nations. I do agree that that's a high priority value, and and our self
1: governance, governance, no matter what that right, really entails.
0: Right. And you know, if is the Taliban self governance or is it a bunch of brutal uh cavemen running their running roughshod through an entire country? Well, it's, it's some of both. But I, I'll stand by what I said on Sunday. You don't have. Uh, a, an army that's outnumbered three to one lose uh, in the way the Afghan national army did to the Taliban, unless there's some level of public support and sympathy for the yeah. people who ran over them. Yep. Um, and as far as if you feel like your, your, your service in Afghanistan was pointless. I, I hope that's kind of the conversation we were having earlier. I hope that's not the case. And I, I hope that you don't take the future of Afghanistan as validation for your life or your service it, it, I hope it was worth more to you than that. It, yeah,
1: uh, yeah.
0: We and and I admire. Um, I hear that all the time. People say I hate when people thank me for my service. I'm sure it does kind of get annoying. I bet it does. <laughs> but you guys, it, it's one of the great regrets I have in my life. I wish I would have done military service. I didn't. Really? Yeah. I wish I did. I, I think it's um. I think it's an honorable thing to do, and I think it's kind of a like a character, a good character thing to do. So I think I missed out on that, but I have great admiration for obviously my brother and and all of my friends who served and who went overseas. And I extend that to the same to you, man. And I I hope that you uh, understand that uh, sincerely. And And,
1: uh, thank you for your service.
0: And so thank you for your service. (laughs) Exactly. But whatever your view on your own service was, I just hope that something about it gives it purpose beyond whether the Afghans are yeah. becoming enlightened or not because that, that just was never going to happen
1: yep never forget that they fuck us Don't Yeah, forget it's important
0: all right on that thank, note thank you guys for the uh, questions got through them somewhat efficiently not as efficiently as i promised but
1: that's true mm, okay let's see 2a education says love and appreciation to you both thank you sir glad you're out of the youtube uh jail.
0: But they demonetized his channel. We got the demonetization acts.
1: People but still as, made money on YouTube?
0: Supposedly. Mm-hmm. But uh, as always, our friend 2AEDU, if you'd like uh, some, some, uh, some well-done Second Amendment and gun content.
1: Forest Dweller says, quoting Walter E. Williams, the essence of natural law is that each person owns himself. Murder, rape, theft done privately or collectively is immoral. It violates self-ownership rights. Yeah, that's true, too.
0: Yeah. I would agree with those premises, yeah.
1: Otter's gonna ought my new favorite fan. Uh I got the third jab at yesterday and I feel like crap now. Fiance didn't like it, nor did I, but without it, my cancer treatment would be deprioritized, means life mm. and death for me and my post cancer meds. There's a reason I would get it.
0: Sure. And congratulations once again, guys.
1: Yep. Uh, Long Dong John says, can a movie nominator pick movies you've seen but not reviewed already? Hot Fuzz is on my eight movie list. Um, uh, that's a
0: good question. I think yes. Yes. Uh, that yeah. W- you can't. We won't do reviews of the same movie, but just because I've seen it or you've seen it, we can still watch it with a review yeah. mindset. Right. Obviously, right. you've rewatched the movies that you nominated. so All of
1: them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Clint asks, No society I'm aware of allowed cold-blooded murder of a citizen of equal status or rights. Moral failures were failures of recognizing other people as having inherent rights, not lack of objective wrong. Okay, uh, I'm yeah. not
0: sure. I my brain is fried. I'm that one. Cold-blooded sure
1: murder. I can't think of a society where where that has been like a, a functional tenet of their society in any way.
0: Yeah, like accepted or commonly practiced or yeah. the
1: gladiator thing. It was slaves fighting to the death for rich people's um, entertainment, I say, yeah. which I can totally get behind. Hmm. Uh, Knuckle honky Laurel's daughter has a 40 percent chance of uh, getting a dorm room all to herself. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh.
0: <laughs> <sighs> oh, my God. You know, speaking of, I think that Soph meme is still on Twitter. I don't think it ever got banned.
1: God, I love her. What was it? It's,
0: if people don't remember, I shouldn't even repeat this. But it's it's the spiciest meme I've ever seen. Ever seen? That's right. Uh, spicier than the than the Molly Tibbetts dad memes, and it was so f- posted. The first piece was a picture of an article that said trans suicide attempt rate reaches nearly fifty percent. Next to that was a clip of Bon Jovi singing, oh, we're halfway there. Yeah.
1: I love her so much.
0: I I don't think it ever got banned. I don't think Twitter took it down.
1: Oh, Soph. We love you, Soph.
0: Holy shit. We interviewed her, didn't we? We did, yeah.
1: Oh, it's great. Which I John,
0: I I opposed, and then the audience browbeat me enough to doing it.
1: Because she's a because she's young. That's I right.
0: just didn't interviewing you know minors. I don't know. It's you know we. She's had different young, though. We've had young callers on the show too. So,
1: John Coley, have you heard of Doug Wilson, pastor in Moscow, Idaho? Big C.S. Lewis and Chesterton type guy plus culture war stuff. Really, I have not.
0: I'll have to look into it. Um,
1: if he's Protestant, I'll have to nudge him into a fire. But <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Uh culture war stuff. I'll have to look into this guy. Thank you. Hmm. Daniel Todd, their trial got delayed to watch on the day of the trial. Go to streams.txcourts.gov hmm. and look for the three hundred and fiftieth district court. Everybody watch it. I doubt Thank you, it.
0: Because I I'm very interested in monitoring that case. So thanks for the updated info.
1: Bill Biz, Washington governor, idiot Inslee just mandated masking indoors everywhere and required vax for all education, public health, and transpo workers by October. What a surprise!
0: Godspeed in Washington. The
1: hammer is falling. Thunderstorm. Heathen means people of the heath, meaning people of the land. P.S. Get her out of that dorm room. That's insane. I know. I'm sure Laurel's doing everything she can.
0: But if it it sounds like it was her daughter's decision, you know, if her daughter doesn't oppose it, does Laurel really have power?
1: I don't know. That's true. Chris Hines, blonde once left the lid off the toe. It slithered out and went for a roll, knocked on a door and gave the bell a ring. Then it rolled home with some freshly bagged gangrenes. Gangrenes. (laughs) Weed. Get it. Toe gets high. Also a gangrene pun. I got it. Thank you. That's pretty good. That reminds me. I need to put more liquid in the specimen jar. Um, knuckle book. It's also a man's duty to his family to be a role model and stand on principle rather than obeying whatever his boss tells him to do just for money. Ooh.
0: Yeah. But even that has limitations, man. How far are you going to take that? Because every, yeah. if you're a, if you're a working person, you're going to have a boss and your boss is going to ask you to do things that you don't agree with and you're going to do them for the betterment, betterment of your family. Now, again, I'm not saying that compels you to take the vaccine or not. I am saying that there are decisions that have to be made.
10: Mm-hmm.
0: Risk assessments that have to be made.
1: Night Ninja. Been in Montana for the last couple days checking out to see if my wife and kid want to move here. So far, Great Falls was a real dud. We're checking out Bozeman tomorrow. I've never been to Great Falls.
0: Great Falls. Um, we, I don't know that much about it. We actually just had a couple friends move up there. So we went to a wedding up there a few weeks ago. And uh, it I, 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 I never hang out in that part of the state. So I really wouldn't be able to comment on it. Bozeman, I am I love this this part of the state. I love this part of the country. I think it's awesome. Um, but the cost of living and the insane leftists moving in are really poisoning it. Weather is weather right now is very rainy and overcast, too. So yeah. hopefully you'll I hope you get some of the natural scenery while you're here. But um, we'll see if the weather cooperates. Have a fun trip.
1: Have fun. Das Pooch, so does blonde think coal miners should quit and live in their cars with their families since that work is super dangerous every single day, plus cancer risks later? Her logic is way off here. Um, If you're a coal miner, then you don't have any other job opportunities anywhere. No one in the history of mankind has volunteered to do coal mining because they like it. They've done it because they have to do it. If you are a doctor, you've got other options. You aren't doing manual labor. You've got a brain on you. You have other options, um, so I'm not really sure that I can get behind that analogy. So,
0: sorry. well, so, but but on the other side of this, someone has to mine the coal. Who's going to do yeah. that?
1: Yeah.
0: And um, on the doctor thing, you I guess you can get other jobs, but are you taking care of your family by being a doctor and earning six figures, or being exiled from the industry and? I don't know, working some some job that's a fraction of the pay. What is really taking care of your family in that situation?
1: A good wife will pare down her lifestyle to accommodate the needs of her husband.
0: She might. But what is a good husband doing?
1: I don't know. Like, I mean, we diverge on this. But if, if my husband were in this situation, I'd be like, all right, let's lose our health insurance and our income and we're just going to be poor. And I'm fine with that.
0: Well, well can I hold on? you tell me if this is too personal a question to ask or not, but isn't your husband going to be in this position?
1: Uh, not as of right now. I mean, I don't know what we're going to do. Okay. But it's going to be a family decision.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm not asking you to answer how you intend to navigate that, but, you know, it's just, there are things to think about there, too.
1: If he does it, it's Not going to be because he doesn't want us to lose our insurance or our pension or anything like that. Hmm. Um, Okay. Yeah, but it's, it's, this is a real problem. A lot of, a lot of families are going to be in some deep shit on this. Yeah. Um, Because religious exemptions and things like that, they're not going to work. Some hijink says if there is a nefarious purpose behind the jab, coiled could. Could it be a protection for some planned bio agent the West might be releasing? It would wipe out China and all the non-compliant in the U.S. Uh, I would be lying if I said that that hadn't occurred to me, but also mustache mustachioed Asian would be dead, too. Hmm. So, yeah,
2: yeah, you I know, suppose that,
1: that bums me out. Bahena Farm Fam says two ways around the mandate mandate pay off the nurse pay cash to have them squirted in the trash. Or pick up some guy from Home Depot and tell them you want your name on the Vax card. They don't ask for ID. I mean, if you're going to do that, you need to do it now because they're going to step up their vetting game soon. Hmm. Um, Knuckle Hunky Buck. Speaking of principles and compromise, the Watchmen officially needs to be added to the movie list. I think we're good over here.
0: We shall see. All right. Um, we'll just catch up with the others real quick. We'll call it a night. Uh, let's see. Issue says Governor Inslee today announced indoor mask mandates are back for everyone and the teachers will be required to get Mm -hmm. the vaccine by mid-October or be fired. Rise of the Delta variant is just becoming a terrible remake of the original. Yeah, the sequel is even worse and people are still lining up to see it. Slopper says, I was getting savaged on this. Only a woman would say a dad's job is to stay alive. Yeah, blonde. What are you, a woman? (laughs) Now men have risked and sacrificed their lives for their families. Men survive for the express purpose of continuing to risk themselves for their families. And when the choice comes down to survival or family, real men always choose the latter. That's really well phrased. And that's the point that I'm that I'm trying to to get at. Um, Obviously, we want to survive for the betterment of our family. But if it does come down to I take the hit or my family does, I'll take that hit 10 out of 10 Mm. times. And that's what every man should do.
1: Yikes. I can't believe Thanks. it's come to this.
0: Yeah, and, and I agree that the hit is a total bullshit hit. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's like your country's at war for its very existence, and you die to protect your family because someone's going to try to kill them with an axe. Yeah. In this case, we're talking about a stupid vaccine. Vaccine. Yeah. Uh, the, the Rob Bob, uh, thank you for supporting the show um c2k says sorry blonde trovo poll. if blonde tried to shame a guy and he punched her in the face would she a one punch the fucker back or b go uh what is this word is this some british shit? coke dish coqe Coquettish? coquettish what is that
1: i think that's an inappropriate choice of words it means like sexily demure oh okay
0: would you, would you do that immediately and "coup" hit me harder, daddy? Hit oh, no, F. that was
1: used appropriately. That's...
0: This was a chat poll. OK, hit F for a nine hit F for a or nine for B. There you go. The correct answer is nine F. Please don't say I don't know how the poll went. I have no idea what the results were. Um,
1: <laughs> You guys so naughty. Dubstep.
0: Oh, sorry, I got I got tricked on this again. Deb, stop. Thank you over on D live. Appreciate it. And then we'll just uh, catch up on Tippy stream here. And we'll call it a night. Um, Let's see. I'm a psychopath says I made my very own vaccine passport that states I may or may not be vaccinated. And that is none of anyone's business. Tell de Blasio to fuck off every (laughs) New York City restaurateur. I've uh, I've showed it to loves it. True story. Well, that's very cool. And ballsy of you to do it in New York City. I admire that.
1: Yeah, good for you.
0: Hypnagogic monk says doesn't seem to be reasonable to push employers employers requiring the cooties vax to accept responsibility. Oh, doesn't it seem reasonable for, to push uh, employers who are requiring the vaccine to accept responsibility for any side effects, considering the vax companies have no accountability. I think that's fair. If you force employees to a- assume a certain risk, shouldn't you uh, have assume some of that liability for that risk? I think that's a fair compromise.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: But that's not going to happen. That's not. The one. <laughs> nobody, ha- nobody has liability for any of the consequences, um, except for the people who were forced into the decisions that resulted in the consequences. Okay. Uh, thanks for uh, wow a long show tonight, guys. Uh, yeah, a lot to thanks, talk guys. about, and I probably talked way too much, but that's how it goes. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us. As always, we'll be back on Sunday. Uh, to talk about whatever happens between now and then I know we'll have to, I, we got to talk about some of these Taliban clips. Oh yeah. They're so funny, hilarious. Um, I'm sure we'll catch up on some of the, the Biden interview too. And, uh, and I don't know whatever else. Um, happens between now and then i saw jacinda ardern down in new zealand doing the don't talk to your neighbors bit again not just stay home not just mask up don't talk to people
1: don't look at anyone
0: that's where we're heading see you soon